Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Happy Friday. I'm Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk on AM 1600. K-I-V-A, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Don't forget to check us on on Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud apping at www.rockoftalk.com and rockoftalk.tv and uh, subscribe directly at rockoftalk.chat. It is indeed a happy Friday. I got to say, I have true joy in my heart. I almost just have to share, let me, let me without being too specific. All right. Oh, by the way, welcome in, Dowd. Uh, hello, sir. How are How, you? How's your head? Uh, head's doing well and uh, looking forward to the six o'clock hour because it's going to be a blockbuster. Oh, today. blockbuster announcement coming right into the Kiva day before the Bernalillo County Republican Party. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. You want to stay uh, tuned in for hour number three. That's about all we're going to let you know that's about to happen. Lots to get to uh, today. Uh, Murder Mike at the bottom of hour number two. Uh, and by the way, folks, uh, say a prayer for Murder Mike. Okay, he's uh, really battling a lot of things right now, including his health. So, you know, we're doing our very best uh, to kind of keep Murder Mike uh, going. By the way, uh, <clears throat> officially uh, 25.6 pounds. <laughs> yeah, try to beat me. We're going to the tote board. Any, we're going to the tote board, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody want to know, want to talk about how much weight I've lost or what I'm doing or anything, uh, you got to be a very good friend if you want to. Like, I know how to, I've got this thing licked. That's all I can tell you. It's well, the Jerry Lewis uh, early uh, early January uh, Eddie Aragon weight loss telephone. Awesome. You'll never walk alone. You'll never walk alone. Wow, that was you really. Uh, uh, by the way, I I forget how strong Dowd's pipes are. His pipes are uh, quite strong. I'll just uh, say that when he. When he cranks up his voice, he's uh, there's the bel canto, and then there's the can belto. He's, well, okay. Yeah, he has got uh, quite the pipes. So, by the way, uh, so many compliments on you yesterday, Dowd, with wow. your voice. They love the uh, voice of Austin. What's his name? Oh, Austin Fisher, our, Austin our, Fisher, our, our yeah. soy boy from yeah. Source, New Mexico. Yeah, Source NM. So listen, if he hadn't did, if he hadn't done what the uh, orders from the government right. came in through his cell phone, if he hadn't done that, everybody in New Mexico would be dead. Right dead, now. dead. Absolutely. By the way, a couple of my friends getting COVID themselves, and they're like, uh, I've been around you uh, all week, Eddie. Uh, how come you don't have COVID? Because I take my OSHA. Because I do my oregano oil. Because, you know what? Uh, there's a lot of reasons. COVID ain't going to get me, folks. Knock on wood. I'm just going to let you know. Pretty hard. I don't get close to a lot of people, but even the people I'm close to, like they literally have COVID and mm. I don't got it. Don't worry about it. Uh, so first week of, of this nonsense, 22 months ago, my sister yeah, sent me that. a little picture of a 13 year old boy who was probably about 450 pounds. Mm -hmm. And he's got the, the big gulp, the seven 11 big gulp there. And he's doing his gangster symbols on the playground. And it's in below it. It said, you can't get the Rona if you're already the illest MF or alive. <laughs> and I, that's kind of how I've, <laughs> reacted to covid you, you got nothing on me hey I'm it's fine. just like uh I'm you know fine. it's just like the beastie boys that's used right. to say what's the time it's time to get <laughs> ill that's what's right. the time i can't even believe i remember that lyric but i think every <laughs> single person you know had the fight had the right to their fight uh, for party fight for your right to party whatever it was back in the day i think two of the three are still alive on the old beastie yes, boys but yes. uh there you go all right uh, so uh, welcome in everybody uh let's start with my joy i'm going to say a word and I'm going to say one word, okay? Generally speaking, 
generally speaking, okay, I never, I would probably say, like, never attack first. I don't do preemptive stuff. Um, I'm a bit of a rope-a-doper. You want to take the first or second. I'll let you take the first three swings. Free shot, free shot. Yeah, I really will. And then I'll just wait for that. I don't know if you've seen that little meme that goes out and you just like punch back, you know, and he just knocks him out after he gets hit in the face like 20 times. He's just like one time he's out. But let me say that I want you to really believe in karma, in justice, in the goodness of the world, okay? And perception is never reality. You have to really understand what's going on. And good doesn't always look good, okay? So to, to put it simply, I, I, I cannot tell you how absolutely elated. And I hadn't checked this one thing for a very long time. In fact, I had sort of just like, you know, put it out of my brain. And you know, sometimes you feel guilty about things or sometimes you feel like, oh, well, I, I feel like it was my fault or I did something. And then, you know, you, you realize like, you get a little bit of information and you do the right thing with it. And you, you send the, the vibes in the right direction. And it's like, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, nobody wants to feel like they have something hanging over them. And it's, it's kind of amazing how you can just say just a couple of things. And all of a sudden, everything gets steered right in the world. That all the negativity that has come your way, all the people who have said so many negative and hurtful things, and who have literally, like, tried to destroy you in every way, shape, and form. And, and I, I, I will tell you, I'm Instagramming a lot just because I like sharing philosophy. One thing I love about Instagram, I absolutely love about Instagram, is just, like, it's affirmations and little philosophical quips, right? And you can't really get into it with anybody because no one's fighting about politics. And people are sharing, like, pictures, and pictures are, like, worth a thousand words. And I just can't tell you, like, my, my heart feels full, joyous, and whole in a way that I have not had maybe in the last five years for sure. Wow. Okay. And I got to say that I feel so good about just the things that I'm learning and I'm not even connected or attached to any of these things. And it just, when I see those things and I made something good happen and I know that it was justice and it was right, I can feel fine again. And I just want to say prayer works. I just want to say that it always works. The prayer does prayer always works. And it's not a, the, 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 the power of supplication. It's, it's a power of thanks. It's saying thanks. It's being gracious. It's, you know, not wishing for something to happen. So many times people pray, right? And they pray for something. It's like, Oh, if only this, if only this, so don't pray that way. That's not the way to pray. Be thankful for the blessings in your life every day, okay? If you can live with a very, just a little bit amount, and if you can see things through, and it's, I think I almost feel like, um, Dowd, pull up the Rudyard Kipling, okay? If. Uh, if, yeah. And I really think that just, because so many of you are going through so much, and it's the beginning of the year, and some of you need to hear this right now. I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know who needs to hear this, Okay. But I would, I would tell you that this is the one thing besides, you know, my Bible that I read every day and, you know, all the various affirmations. I've now got the Reagan Diaries, which I just delved into. I'd like to thank the, the good doctor today for stopping in. He dropped in, I don't know how many books. Look at all those books. I will be Dowd. pilfering that pile before I leave. <laughs> uh, these are gifts for Dowd and I for just us to devour. 
you know, uh, here in the Kiva. And so I got to tell you, like I, and I have the time and the energy and I've really started to settle down, doubt, believe it or not, I can actually settle down and read, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm not paying attention. I, I'm up to 840 some odd text messages. I try to get to everybody when I'm on the show, but I'm really not paying attention to my, my phone going off all the time now, which is, which is real, also really nice. But uh, again, oh, there's Rudy. Rudy's just popping in there. And pray for Rudy, ladies and gentlemen. We all pray for each other because 2022 is going to be more difficult than ever. But, you know, God has prepared you. You have prepared yourself. Okay, don't get down. And you got you to gotta be a little bit more stoic and then always choose to do the right thing. And I just want to say, just give so much thanks. Give so much thanks. Do not follow a person. Do not follow a... Uh, a personality. I know some of you have, you know, tried to, you know, I didn't get one single text back from anybody yesterday after I said, I'm not a Trump supporter. I just am not, not given what we've seen with the vaccine and everything else going on. I'm going to be a guy that's going to support DeSantis, someone who's in the fight, who didn't, didn't leave us there. I didn't abandon you in 21. I didn't abandon you in 20. I've been here the entire time. You know, I've been in the fight and I fought for Trump and I just wish more people would have fought for us on, on our side. And, 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 and I think they will, the more they see the example that, that we do, the more that they will do it. So when we return from uh, weather and traffic here in a moment with Rudy Grande, who just stopped in, I want Dow to read a poem for each and every one of you to kind of kick off 2022. Some of you have come to me and said, Hey, this is a difficult time. Uh, you know, well, I just don't see things getting better. Some people are, are kind of giving up hope. I know some people are deciding to go ahead and say, well, you know, I'm going to bail on my subscription to rockoftalk.chat. Nothing's going to happen anyway. I know some people are out there saying, oh, I'm going to pick up and move. Uh, don't quit. Okay, let me tell you, I've got so many people who are still listening to me right now as they leave and they move to different states, Texas, Florida, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, uh, Montana. I've got a guy that lives, lives up in Montana that still listens to the radio show, still texting each and every single day. And it's a record number of people who are tuning in, by the way. Oh, Clay Travis and Glenn Beck, uh, they, they were going from about, they were about half of what they were before. There's twice as many people who are listening to them right now, which is, which is absolutely incredible. Same number of on Hannity though, but they're really resonating. And I'll, and I'll just say this, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just keep the faith, stay the course, and just realize that the grass is not going to be greener on the other side, okay? You're exactly where you need to be, always. You're exactly where you need to be, all right? And you're as happy as you decide you are going to be. That's it. Abraham Lincoln said, people are as happy as they make up their minds to be. Think about that. He had probably the worst wife in the history of all presidencies. I mean, the woman was a real horrible woman. Harry! She was awful. Worse than Hillary? Uh, probably, maybe, maybe more miserable. At least Hillary, you could get something out of her. I mean, she might've been doing something, but honestly, Abe Lincoln, may have had one of the worst lives and he's our greatest statesman. I mean, if that guy, he's like the Job of the president. I mean, not much worse can come happen uh, to you uh, than mate. Well, and JFK, I think he's sort of the other side of that, uh, that coin. Okay. So let's check on weather and traffic and uh, we'll get to the uh, Dowd Muscle. Let's do weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together, we start with the weather, which is, again, dynamite. We'll stay that way all weekend. Again, mid-50s for our highs tomorrow. Right now, 55 degrees in Albuquerque, 53 in Rio Rancho, and it's one of those days on the freeway. Oh, That I-25 northbound, the accident that led coal, 
it leaves only the left lane to get by on. But they do look like they're going to open that up in just a bit. And you say, yeah, big deal. I'm backed up all the way to Sunport. Yeah, I get it. So just give it a little extra time. It's okay. Also, Rio Grande Boulevard between Central and Mountain. An accident there closes the left lane on both sides of the street. So you only have one lane to get by on both. It's getting out of downtown that's really taking it the hardest. You may want to try another route out of downtown. All right. This traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. One of the big springs there is Kangen Water. If you change your water, you'll change your life. Kangen Water is healthy water. And if you go in and tell Mike or any of the people at Salon Helena, I heard on the rock of talk that I can get a free gallon. They'll pour it for you and you can take it with you. Uh. All right. Well, with that, we're up to date. Live Spring at Salon Helena, by the way, is on Manal, about three blocks west of uh, Wyoming. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, great job, Rudy. And uh, my favorite poem, a poem I read, it's at the front of my uh, Founder's Bible. Thank you, Karen Bedoni, for my uh, Founder's Bible. She was wonderful to, you know, put me in touch with that. And we have some readings, and I'll certainly put some of, put some of that stuff uh, out there to everybody. But uh, Dowd, uh, you did such a good job uh, doing the reading for Austin Fisher yesterday. Okay. But we'll, we'll let you do Rudyard Kipling. Uh, today uh, in a much more respectful voice yes uh, absolutely would not, would not take a listen everybody uh, this is the poem if by rudyard kipling the man of uh, the uk about what 100 years ago if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about don't deal in lies or being hated don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn out tools if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it all on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss if you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them hold on if you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings and not lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Excellent. Really, if you can find that and and post that somewhere, I think that's the poem that's going to help you out this year. Mark my words, all the way to the end of the year. All right, I'm going to, my good friend, Gene. Gene, I want to thank you for all the wonderful gifts that you brought into the Kiva for my children. Um, they received their epiphany gifts from Gene yesterday. And I have my gifts for both Rudy and for Dowd that Gene has brought in. He's one of our most avid listeners, a uh, very prayerful man and a Catholic. And uh, he gave me an award plus 
um, a number of gifts uh, for Christmas as well. And apparently he's handed out this gift um, to other people uh, in the marketplace. And I think it's, it, it's, I finally get it. I think in order to receive something, finally, you may not always be able to receive because you may not be the right frame of mind. It might not be the right time. It might not. And, you know, sometimes when people, you know, give me gifts, I'm like, I have to think about it. There are some people that I wish gave me gifts that never gave me one gift. You know, there's also that. I don't, I think in, in, in that, I think in that, that was a gift in and of itself. I think the art of giving is something that has been misunderstood and not very often developed. I think there is an art to giving. Part of that has to do with not expecting anything in return. I don't think we give to get. And I think as you hear every single day, We start our show with, you get what you give. And those are very true words. But you don't get what you think. You don't get what you want. You don't get what you know. You don't get what you expect. You get what you deserve based upon what you give and how and what you give. I should say in how you give, not what you give, excuse me. The heart can't lie. All things that are in the shadows or in the dark will be found out. Regardless of what you think. You might think you might be able to get away with something. You might think that for a moment that somehow you got over somebody you got over on somebody. You might think in some weird way that somehow you, that you, you gave that person what, what was coming to them. Remember, justice is never yours. Justice belongs to the Lord. I have seen it, folks. I have absolutely seen it. If you're, if you're hearing me right now, I know, I now know what that is. You go through difficult ordeals. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't mad about certain things happening. Why I wasn't mad about the transmitter going down or the, the board blowing up or certain people saying certain things about me or things that were out of my control that didn't just bother me. And I was, and I was like, what's wrong with me? I thought for a moment, maybe I just don't care. Maybe I thought maybe it didn't matter. And I took a step back and I'm like, silence. And no action is the best thing to do. Let God take care of things that you don't need to be taking care of. Or in the case of doubt, karma. There's a karmic existence that's out there. So Gene, my good friend, left on us a pipe, which... I couldn't understand. There it is. I don't know what it is. It's called a vacuum. 
It is an Aqualine AVB 150, one and a half inch Max Press, 150 PSI, Max Temp 110. And it says Aqualine. And I'm like, okay, well, what is this? What is this? So I'm unwinding it. I'm like, okay, you, you release the pressure valve and boom, it's open. Okay. And then the water just comes through. Okay. You had to unscrew it and release the pressure. I'm like, well, what, what is this that this guy brought in? And he's has so much enthusiasm and he's a happy guy. He's a Midwesterner is, or he's a New York. His, his, his wife's a Midwesterner and he tells me a story. I'm like, okay, I'm not really sure. And then I go and I look and I, and I look at the engraving on it. I'm like, who's going to go through the trouble to engrave all this stuff and bring me something. And remember, I mean, I think there was all of one person who thanked me and I immediately rebutted against her because I knew that she was giving me something to get something out of me. And I can see that coming from a mile away. And so I go to this Vacuum Breaker Award 2021. I received this before Christmas, folks. In fact, I believe it was the day before Christmas. It says, Mr. Aragon has definitely caught our attention in 2021. He has relieved the pressure from the vacuum effect by not only helping us to maintain our standards, but also by encouraging us to push ourselves to visualize innovation options as community situations arise. Green Acres Lawn Sprinkler Repair has been able to cope with the changes and yet still meet the goal as a result of this individual's effort. We say thank you to Mr. Eddie Aragon, the recipient of the 2021 Green Acres Vacuum Breaker Award. Now, this is indestructible. Um, you wouldn't want to steal it because you wouldn't want to know what to do with it. But it's meaningful from so many standpoints. But most of all, I never thought of myself as an innovator. Necessity is the mother of invention. And what did we need to do? Fight. We needed to get involved, get engaged. We needed to inform. I didn't feel like I was ever doing anything special. Not one time did I say, oh, I need to do this or anything like that. I had to run for mayor for a stroke of ego. That certainly wasn't the case to go through a punishing thing. And the first thing they come after me is like, oh, he lives in this radio station. And oh, he's doing this. He's doing that. They're, they're still grilling me. I don't even know what happened with my ethics thing, ethics thing today. It's what they do. This is what they do. Okay. Don't want to see you succeed. Did CD1? I mean, that was completely unfair. They just, hey, we're going to go ahead and load this up because we want to make sure that that guy isn't there. Or, you know, the state party race, same exact thing. Folks, never quit. Don't ever quit. Don't pick up and leave. Don't think that things are going to get better. Don't ever quit. And those that want to leave and those that want to go and those that want to do, don't fault them for doing so. It's a free country. Live and let live. Live and let live. But let me tell you, all this stuff is going to come out of the wash. And really, the long and the short of it is, don't ever try to get even with anybody ever for any reason at any time. Retribution is never something you should take upon yourself. Let God sort it out. Many texts uh, coming in, thanking us and thinking of us. Uh, I think we're all friends here to kick off the year. And I think we've got um, <laughs> a lot of things to tackle in 2022. Heck, I don't even know. All I know is I'm better, I feel better, I'm thinking better, I'm thinking more clearly, 
I'm happier in, in so many ways. And, and the happiness just literally hit me with the self-realization that I'm exactly where I need to be. And you guys are one of the most important things I listen to that gives me hope, keeps my sanity, and gives truthful information. Thank you, guys. Well-deserved award. I couldn't agree more. I'm not going to read that one. That was, that was a really good one. But I, hey, Eddie, just want to thank you for your help and let you know that my parents and family are all recovered. Back to normal. Thanks for the help of the good doctor and good people like you. I honestly believe this changed the outcome and many have saved lives. You're a great friend. If there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. I can't tell you how many people come to us. I'm going to tell you how I know that we have so many listeners and people are engaged. And <laughs> I mean, they really re realize that we love them. We really love them. We really love our listeners. We really are connected to you. You guys are connected to us. I can't go to a single Sprouts in town and get OSHA. I can't, anytime we put wine selections or I tell somebody to do, I mean, Dr. Summers is buried in work within four months just because I'm saying like, go see Dr. Summers, go see Dr. Summers. I mean, he, he, can't, he can't turn any more people away. If we decide to pay attention to something, we think it's good and it's good karmic energy, people's businesses grow, they blossom. And the more people come to attack us, I am telling you, the more successful we become. It is a weird thing. It is absolutely strange, okay? So bring on the attacks. God is definitely on our side as well as the truth. And I just want to thank each and every one of you for being a friend for us every single day. It reminds me of that, uh, that song. Thank you for being your friend. What is that? Uh, Betty White. Betty White. She just died. She was <laughs> last, last friend. She would have had her uh, 100th birthday 10 days from now, right? Yeah. She did, she, but I mean, if you really think about it from conception to, to death, she was uh, over 100 years of age. All right. Uh, Rudy, let's check our weather and traffic one last time. We'll cut to break. All right. As we put things together, we uh, start with the weather, which is just dynamite. Weekend 50s are high. Next shot of rain is coming on Tuesday. So let's enjoy the weekend, especially when it's going to be 55 in the middle of January. Love that. All right. On the roads. I don't know if you're going to love I-25 northbound too much. They are clearing the accident, no doubt about that. But, boy, it is so slow. I can look out the studio window here and see that it's still backed up from sun, uh, Sunport. So get ready. Just a tough climb out of the uh, South Valley right now. Now, on the north side of town, Paseo del Norte, the westbound trip is really tough stuff from Wyoming over to I-25. I'm not sure. That's usually That usually means there was a small little accident they finally pulled off the right shoulder but either way just get ready for a little extra time there and looks like the drive in rio rancho is okay on the 528 today a little slowing around southern but nothing really to get excited about all right well this traffic report is brought to you by salon deluxe in rio rancho on southern in uh, country club plaza now this is the cleanest salon in all of rio rancho and possibly in all of the city What's great about them? They've taken care of every precaution to make sure that you have a great experience, no matter whether it's hair, skin, or nails. And they got incredible products through Monate. And you want to go to Salon Deluxe, salondeluxe.com. That'll give you all the information you know. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. I think it's not too corny to just go out to this. It's not hard. This, this is the extended version. There it is. Uh, good people out there. And uh, rest in peace, uh, Betty White. Uh, the last major death of 2021, and uh, we lose uh, Cindy Portier today, and guess who's coming to dinner, and just serve with love, all that kind of good stuff. 
Life carries on 432 back and forth. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners. Do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcast, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. 
Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com Pet Food Gone Wild and Real Ranchos, Pampers Pets, all natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats, and supplements too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets.theplaceilike.com. Kenny Loggins today, uh, 74 years young. Still waiting for the Danger Zone to show up. I guess that's the uh, last weekend in May. Uh, not his best song, Danger Zone. I would I would say that uh, that might be his best song. That, of course, from Caddyshack. Uh, let me go back and watch this. I, I got to tell you, folks, uh, third hour excitement. Uh, that's a big announcement coming up uh, right here and only in the Kiva. Looking forward to that. Uh, bottom of the hour, we'll uh, hear from uh, Murder Mike. And we've gone through the first week with less than one murder. And that's that's that, that's nice. That's nice. Maybe things are turning around. Listen, like, if you want to nitpick, two, the decomposing <laughs> body does not count as a murder for 2022. That, that happened a long time ago. Uh, right, yeah, exactly. Thank you for saying <laughs> we'll, that. We'll take what we can get. Yeah, I kind of like old uh, Kenny Loggins, too. Boy, this is uh, a lot of other birthdays. Let's go through some of the rundown. Let's just have a fun Friday here. We've got a lot of notes. I don't want to do any Debbie Downer stuff today. Um, really, uh, you know, we can get into Epstein on Monday. You know, you guys heard the Deb, uh, Dr. Yeadon video 
to wrap things up. If you texted me directly, I gave it to you, or better yet, if you actually subscribe to www.rockoftalk.chat, you yep. got the link you got and the link. Uh, you could watch all the 57 thing. minutes. Um, we will talk about some fun stuff because uh, D Dowd and I, um, <clears throat> we're, we're going to have some fun. I don't have one, but uh, apparently men across America are getting vasectomies as an act of love. We'll talk about the, uh, <laughs> the craziness about that uh, as well. Yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be talking about uh, vasectomies. Uh, let's see. Uh, thanks Eddie. We all appreciate who you are being exactly who you are. Hope you, Hope your new year is amazing. That's from my good friend, Billy. Your heart seems filled with gratitude and love. It certainly is. I could not hear. Loggins and Messina, my dad used to play us house at Pooh Corner. Yeah. You know they did that? I was going to really? bring that up. It's great. It, well, it's one. It's the definitely Winnie the Pooh song. Than him. What do I have on my mirror? I bet you guys have never noticed this. Look at this. It's all coming together. Yeah, What's there. on there? What do I have? Oh, you got two Pooh Bears. I have uh, three, oh, actually. Three. Yeah. Oh, so with Piglet up there. Yeah. Piglet. Yeah. Piglet's very important uh, to me. I've got to, you know, you always have to have, to have your little Piglet. But enough about the governor. Um, um, but, the but, thing but, is, <laughs> whoa, shots fired. Whoa. <laughs> well, so very quick. Yeah. She's not my Piglet. So let me, t- let me tell you something about, uh, you know, that Winnie the Pooh's actual name. Do you know what it is? No. Edward Bear. Really? Yeah. So um, it was my first stuffed animal. And uh, I carried it with me absolutely everywhere. It is my favorite thing. And, you know, uh, the I don't know if you've ever, if you go to, you've been through the a tremendous amount of wisdom that uh, Winnie the Pooh has. He always does in those little uh, Christopher Robin and oh, those books. You got to you gotta check it out. So very good. I've always been a, a Winnie the Pooh fan. Do you, do you know that I gave my nephew his favorite uh, stuffed animal? Which was? Which was his beloved kitty. Uh, snow leopard we were at the bronx zoo and i love the snow leopard i think it's one of the greatest animals alive and i ended up getting two snow leopards because i thought something would happen to one of them being a toddler baby who you know he ended up of course uh puking on it uh dragging dragging it across the floor of the house his whole life oh, perfect. so he he was sick one time and he puked in the middle of the night and grandma got him out and she, we had that we had the backup kitty right there and so she slides the backup kitty in and gives it to him. And what, how do you think he reacted to the stuffed animal that wasn't his stuffed animal? <laughs> That's not kitty! That's right. That's uh, he right. wanted the stinky, dirty smell. That's right. That's important. <laughs> Kids love their favorite little blanket or their favorite stuffy. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite uh, children's stories, I think I'm going to read it to uh, Sebastian, is the Velveteen Rabbit. Of course. Yeah, the Velveteen. Nothing better than the Velveteen Rabbit. Uh, if you have not read it, read it, read it to yourself. I think adults should read children's books to themselves now instead of watch this crap conniving, all this stuff that it'll you guys are It'll calm you down. Getting, it'll give you some confidence. These people who are focused on like Netflix and all of that type oh, of download, let me oh, tell no. you, you're becoming mentally ill by the day. Just Definitely. go read a children's book. You know, by the way, I'm, I, I can only do three about with, with Sebastian before I put myself to sleep. <laughs> um, the other day it was uh, Noah's Ark, which oh, was, yeah, he likes uh, Noah's Ark. I, I don't, everything is 40, by the way. Uh, Jesus, uh, and you can dispute me on this, but you can go to Coast to Coast last Sunday, uh, and you can find out how Jesus died at the age of 40, hmm. not 33. That's important, because remember, the, the dates don't line up. You know that? And you'll understand a little bit more about that. That's not sacrilege. Um, by the way, hopefully we're going to have uh, hear from P- Pastor Smotherman here on our air soon. Uh, Eddie, it's getting crazier on the Pueblos. It's ridiculous. Thank you for standing for God's truth. It's like Elijah in the Bible. Think you're alone, but God told him there's a remnant that is still standing for his truth. That's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Bill checks in. Uh, that monologue was beautifully put. I heard a crack in your voice. I have a tear in my eye as well. God bless. Wow. Um, yeah, don't get me all worked up today. I'm just, 
Good words, Eddie. That's from Michael. Appreciate that. And uh, well-deserved. Thank you so much. Just want to let you know, thank you for your help. And that's what we do. That's what we're here to do. And we're going to know at no time are we going to need each other's help more than 2022. But uh, let's help some men out there. Men, men, men. I, I thought about playing that song as an intro to this. <laughs> that would have been a great yeah, it was like, uh, you know, men, 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 menly men. And, and men aren't men anymore. Yeah, right? Men. They're all getting the vast deference severed before we uh, do that. We're not saying, hey, you know, but we're going to talk about the ups and the downs of this. Uh, I think it's important, but we'll do that right after you check on weather and traffic. Very quickly, Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together, we start with the weather looking decent for the weekend. I mean, in a January where you have mid-50s, that sounds like a good weekend. Next sign of rain comes Tuesday. All right, uh, right now, 53 degrees in Rio Rancho, 55 in Albuquerque. And looking all right, it's starting to thin out there on I-25 northbound at Lead Coal. The accident all over to the right shoulder, but all that activity still has that slow traffic. Now back to Gibson. All right, up ahead, you're going to find I-25. That'll crowd up for some reason. The exit at Alameda has been pretty much sold out for the last few minutes. Uh, no accident, just a lot of people needing that exit. The westbound trip still pretty sharp as you make your way across the river. And same story on Montano. In the uh, Southwest Valley, Rio Bravo, not too bad. You'll find a little crowding there westbound uh, on uh, Rio Bravo right at Isleta because of the construction. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by Monty's Cigar Shop. Monty's on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Now, this is a place, you know what? If you don't know the kind of cigar that you want to give something really great to somebody and you don't know the kind of cigar that they want, what you have to do, don't call them. Just go to uh, Monty's, describe the kind of person they are, and they'll say, here, give them this gift certificate. They'll come in and we'll make sure they get exactly what they want. Monty's Cigar on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. That's the only thing we'll ever remember that about that guy. Charlie Sheen, uh, perhaps the greatest uh, television character Top five of all time. I, I certainly like uh, Ted Danson's character. You know, uh, what was he called? Uh, uh, Radar, Murder. Uh, I forget what he was. Uh, but yeah, in, in Cheers, I think oh, that. Uh, uh, Sam Malone. Sam Malone, yeah. Mayday Malone. That's, That's what right, I was right, thinking. Right. Mayday Malone. I was thinking of his, um, you know, his uh, thing. You think about just some of the greatest character. Uh, Sipowitz, right? Uh, oh, NYPD. Yeah. And who doesn't like uh, Sipowitz? I think we also had, uh, what's the guy with uh, the... Um, Miami, uh, yeah. Oh, the, Caruso. The, yeah, Caruso. David Caruso. Wasn't his birthday today? His birthday is today. Yeah, happy birthday, yes. David uh, Caruso. I think we did a whole segment one time yes. with just nothing but intro. <laughs> CSI Miami, best cop drama ever. Yeah, I think I that's actually the only time I ever watched uh, a, a main. So, so Hill Street Blues, The Wire, no, 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 Hill Street Blues, award winning. Okay, okay. You know right, who just right. came out of, Miami? You know who came out of Hill Street Blues was Denzel Washington. That's right. Yeah. Uh, no, he was saying elsewhere. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. I'm missing on that. But uh, Dowd, these were a good uh, set of articles that were here. You go, folks. This is. Everything that's wrong with the world in uh, three much. steps. Yeah. Uh, I, I I read these and I was like, please, please tell me this. this. 
explains a lot about where we are in 2020. It absolutely does. Um, I'll let you set it up and uh, knock them down, and I'll I'll help and fill in here. How about that? Does yeah. That work? Well, it, it all started, and, and oftentimes you'll see a, a mainstream media article that'll come out in the New York Times, the Washington Post, and then all the commenters will come in, and then various magazines and blogs will comment on this. So it all started with a Washington Post piece. I don't know, maybe like a week or ten days ago. So now uh, people are starting to react to this and. Uh, I, I clipped a couple of these articles because the conservative world is uh, reacting to this. Uh, I, I would say you don't necessarily have to be conservative to be uh, appalled by this. I'm I'm just going to give you the first couple of paragraphs to give you just a little bit. Uh, uh, it'll it'll explain, you know, it'll indicate what the the, the general thrust of this article was. Um, Washington Post, and this got picked up by a lot of papers. Uh, the one I clipped was from Alaska. A lot of a lot of papers picked up the the piece because it gets syndicated. After Andy and Aaron Gress had their fourth child. Andy decided it was time for him to step up and help with the family planning. So he did something that the mere thought of makes some men cringe. He got a vasectomy. It was early one morning last winter, a brief moment of peace before juggling getting the kids ready for online school and work Zoom calls. Of course, Zoom calls. Zoom uh, he calls happened to see a local news story about discounts being offered during World Vasectomy Day. He made an appointment that day. His wife had taken birth control pills, but she struggled with the side effects. She had worked as a night nurse through four pregnancies, and the couple had children ranging in age from 2 to 11. Here's the quote. Here's the money quote. The procedure was a total relief, almost like the COVID shot. Like, I'm safe now, said Mr. Gress, who works in higher education. I wanted to man up. Isn't that it, manning it, it, down? It gets worse from there. Yeah, wait, wait, well, let, let's continue. I mean, it, it's just the it, it's the collective since this is going around, right? The collective psyche that's happening amongst men. Let me remind you of some very virile men who uh, fathered uh, besides Picasso, right? Uh, did you know that uh, it was uh, James E. Smith, one hundred one years of age, who fathered uh, uh, with his wife, thirty eight years of age? Yeah. 1951 back then is when he uh, fathered Julio Iglesias senior 90 years of 90 years old fathered a uh, uh a child with his wife 42 years of age 42 years of age so th- what do you think about that huh pretty good mm-hmm. don't give up folks uh Anthony Quinn 81 years of age yep. with his 32 year old wife Catherine Benvin by I like the way, that age his, ratio uh, I like that a lot <laughs> Doubt, don't give up. Don't <laughs> no, sever the no. vast deference. No, uh, don't do no, it. No, no, no. Uh, Sir Charles Tennant, uh, he was 80 when his wife of 26 years old, uh, Marguerite Miles uh, in the UK, uh, back there. Tony Randall, you might remember that. Yeah, Tony, Tony was 78. His wife, 28. Yeah, that's uh, pretty amazing. What do you, look at that. Look at your, look at the smile ear to ear. You got 14 <laughs> years to work on it, Rudy Grande. Andres Segovia, the great uh, guitarist, uh, you know, he was 77 years, three months. And uh, Amalia Magdalena uh, in her 30s. No exact uh, uh, age on that. And then I think there's, uh, who is it? Mick Jagger recently did this. Yeah. Uh, there's some other guys uh, who are out there. Then you can go to the oldest fathers in the Bible. Some of these, you know, uh, there's people who are in their 450 years old fathering children. Uh, it's just something that that, that happened. Uh, 65, 70, 86, 90 years. Enosh, Enosh, 90 years. Uh, Abraham, 100 years old. That's right. The father Abraham, 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. So 
Why would you want to cut it off? Let's continue, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it's a cutting off. It's a it's, it's a, a severance. Well, see, I well they'll explain later in the article. Apparently, it's not quite as invasive. Uh, as, no, it's as not. It it's a simple be. procedure, and uh, I think we promoted it one time. I wouldn't allow it back on here. Uh, I think, uh, much like a lot of things, I think because I th I think it does, even though scientifically it doesn't take anything away, and uh, you won't feel a thing and all that kind of thing. I it's not natural. Right? Why, no, it's not. Why <laughs> I don't you do it. Natural, and then to reattach, like to sever it, it's like, I don't know, a grand or two, right? Mm, I think mm, is what, what it was. But to reattach, mind, and I had a, a boss of mine who wanted to get his reattached because, you know, he left, uh, you know, he had, a, he had a bad, bad marriage. And then he got into a new marriage and his new wife wanted to, you know, go ahead and, and reattach it, you know. Because they wanted kids, and he couldn't do it because just flip that switch back and forth. You can't. <laughs> you can't. It's not it, that simple. It, it's it's cost. Not only it not only is it sort of you're not going to be a for sure 100, percent but it's also cost prohibitive. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like 10, 12 grand to do the reattachment. Well, I mean, this is the mainstream media, so it's not. We know this story isn't about Mr. Gress manning up. We know they're trying to make a more larger point, so they use these anecdotes to advance their ideological agenda. Mm, I, I love her so much. Um, I severed it. Yeah, uh, Mr. Gress's action wasn't just about his family. He also believed he should do more to support his wife and other women who don't think the government should decide what they do with their bodies. A uh, uh, little, well, little double to... standard going on. Uh, I've seen the miracle of life, he said, but I've also seen kids who are born into poverty and misery and don't have a fair shot. <clears throat> Some rep reproductive rights advocates, I love how the reproductive rights, you mean abortion yeah. advocates. Unreproductive uh, yeah, rights. Say it's time for men to take a more active role in both family planning and the fight for reproductive rights. Yeah, no in their own form of protest, state lawmakers in Alabama, Illinois, and Pennsylvania introduced legislation that highlights the gender double standards with regards to rep reproductive rights. Chris State Representative Chris Rabb, a Democrat in the Keystone State, introduced parody legislation this fall, as in <laughs> P-A-R-O-D-Y, in response to, of course, the Texas law is going to go before the, the Supreme Court. Uh, Rabb's proposal would require men to get vasectomies after the birth of their third child or when they turn 40, whichever comes first. Wow. It would be enforced by allowing Pennsylvanians to report men who fail to comply and get a $10,000 uh, reward. Uh, now, they're saying this is parody, of course, because they're trying to highlight the, the injustice here. Um, the article goes on to talk about uh, a doctor in, at the Austin Urology, Urology Institute. He says his vasectomy patients are up 15%. Uh, vasectomies in India, apparently they are traveling around promoting uh, vasectomies, of course, in India because we don't want those uh, those undesirable third world people mm. to, to, to breed. That's something that's always been part of the progressive agenda that they're never honest uh, about that. Now they're calling it a needle and scalpel free 10 minute procedure. And uh, this is just, this is advocacy journalism. They actually, they just want to get this message out there. I think later in the article, let's see if I can find it. There are no statistics, uh, reliable statistics on the number of men who have sought vasectomies since the Texas ban aren't available. So you have nothing but anecdotes to back this up. But of course, you're using your anecdotes because you're promoting this idea of men manning up and standing up for women's rights. This is just sick, ideological, fa false journalism. Do you want to give the uh, data pie, the Indian uh, uh, story? Oh, oh, the, the guy in India. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> How do you convince a man to get sterilized uh, for data pie? The answer was spectacle. India's mid-century population boom inspired pie and the rest of the nation's public health clerisy to launch a sterilization campaign. Just the whole sound of that. Pie and abortionists in Bombay deplored people population, people pollution, oh, and okay. advocated population control. He felt a mass sterilization campaign would restrict India's population growth, particularly among the nation's fecund wound working class. 
Spies scoured the railway stations of Bombay and the Indian hinterlands, finding hordes of working men to cajole, convince, and sterilize. While Bombayites were initially sold on the procedure by pies and passion advocacy, many men declined to attend their vasectomy appointments. Interviews and the absconders revealed what a 1974 report called emotional barriers to the procedure. Among the middle and lower class people whom Pai sought to teach <laughs> and reach to reassure there would be patients, Pai brought motivators, men who had been vasectomized and were from the same social class as Pai's prospects to the Bombay Junction. He said a surgery station in a railway car with men gathered by the dozens to go under the knife for the matter of years. Pai's streamlined operation propelled Bombay's annual vasectomy rate from 360 procedures per year to 280,000. Literally, folks, vasectomy camp. His implication is the same as that of Pai's. The underclass breeds too much. Population control. Can you? That's a. You sort of say it's the flip side of the abortion uh, argument. Uh, that uh, let's let's since we can revisit it. It's the emasculation, I think, that's happening throughout the rest of the country and the equivocation that's uh, needed. And I don't know that we need an equivocation amongst genders, male, female. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, they're more equal than others if you look at it in that way. But there's really, there's a, a careful balance. It's a, there's a godlike balance in the differentiation, you know. I think women are far more attractive than men, obviously. And I think men, uh, women feel that men are far more attractive than women, uh, to a certain degree. But I would say that if you start on this and you're in a conversation, you know, with your wife or, and, and it starts to go down this route, then maybe you may not be with the right person. There are other ways to go ahead and advance uh, the cause for not having more uh, uh, children. Let's see, speaking about Edward Beat, I don't know what that is. Let's see, Eddie, why does this happen? The women in the relationship quite clearly the vasectomy story. I can't hear you. La, la, la. I'm blocking it out. I have five children. Sarah's 32. I'm 42. With two children, one year and younger. I'm getting snipped. Don't do it, dude. You will regret it. Uh, let's say, uh, Eddie, based on the Supreme Court hearings today, someone should educate Justice Sonia Sotomayor that COVID is not blood-borne virus, I, I heard that, but yes. an airborne virus. She referred to it as blood-borne. Yeah, blood she's, yeah, she's a real she's bright, bright spot on the court. Beta male castration. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Eddie, what's your view on Glenn Maxwell's guilty verdict? Will very likely get tossed in her case, retried after a juror comments on sexual abuse. That's what, according to experts. I actually got interviewed by The Sun today, this morning, oh, good. about the plans over at uh, Zorro Ranch and uh, all that. So, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get the film or film on Monday, Tuesday, as my South African uh, friend James Bemji used to always say, film as film. Uh, it was kind of a, a weird thing that he said. But uh, I'll have that film Monday or Tuesday, and then, Dowd, you can... Rush it out amongst our Rock of Talk dot chat uh, subscribers. We'll hit the top of the hour news. Hour two, uh, just for you when we return right here in the Kiva. AM USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The three men convicted of killing Ahmed Aubrey in Georgia got life in prison. Two of the three, Gregory McMichael and Travis McMichael, got life without parole, and the third, Roddy Bryant, 
got life with the possibility of parole. Georgia District Attorney Flynn Brody reacting outside the courthouse following the sentencing. For a young African-American male, this day means quite a bit because it tells me that America can meet its promise, that there is liberty and justice for all here. President Biden is in Colorado surveying fire damage in Boulder County. About 1,000 homes were destroyed and tens of thousands of residents were forced to flee due to the wildfire. Two people are still missing from the fires. You're listening to USA Radio News. Trust may be a small word, but with huge ramifications. At Fellowship Home Loans, we want to be the mortgage lender that you trust. Fellowship realizes that trust is earned and can easily be lost. That is why we listen not only to the wants, but also strive to understand the need. Take a look at our Google reviews and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. That's just the beginning. What matters is you. Give us a chance to earn your trust, not just your business. Fellowship Home Loans, 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. We will listen and put together a plan to help make your dreams come true. Fellowship Home Loans, 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans, welcome home. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, MLS number 60134. Millions of people on the East Coast are dealing with the first bomb cyclone of the year. Snow is falling in states including Massachusetts. New Jersey is under a state of emergency as it expects at least six inches of snow on Friday. Much of the same area received snowfall earlier this week and many travelers were stranded on Interstate 95 in Virginia. Cindy Poitier, a legendary actor, has died at the age of 94. Sidney Poitier made history as the first black man to win the Oscar for Best Actor for 1964's Lilies of the Field. The Bahamian Minister of Foreign Affairs confirming the actor's death on Thursday night. Poitier starred in The Defiant Ones, which earned him his first Oscar nomination, A Patch of Blue in the Heat of the Night, and A Trailblazer And Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. He was born in Miami and split time growing up in the Bahamas and the United States. Sidney Poitier was 94. From the USA Radio News Texas Bureau, I'm Val Dior. This is you. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The CDC is updating its COVID-19 guidelines for K-12 schools. The new recommendation says children who are exposed to the virus and not fully vaccinated should quarantine for at least five days after coming in contact with someone who has COVID. Unvaccinated adults who have not received the booster shot are advised to follow the same recommendation. A New Hampshire dog rescues its owner in a car wreck. A dog is being hailed a hero after it led New Hampshire police to the mangled truck that its owner had been driving with a friend when he crashed. According to the state police in New Hampshire, they had a report of a loose German shepherd on Interstate 89, right at the Vermont-New Hampshire border. 
Officers tried to catch the dog, but it ran. A short time later, the troopers found a damaged section of the guardrail, and they realized that a pickup truck had rolled over. The officers then found two occupants of the pickup that had been ejected and were both freezing and seriously injured. One of the men, Cam Laundrie, was identified as the dog's owner. Even though he faces charges of drinking and driving, he still is glad to be alive. He said his dog was his guardian angel. Sadly, another dog that was in the pickup, a bulldog, was hit on the highway and killed. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. All right, we're getting the 5 o'clock hour underway, and we're going to start putting things together with the weather looking like a great weekend. It's supposed to be 56 degrees tomorrow for the high. Not bad for the uh, January date that we're in. Look at this. Temps actually went up over the hour. It is 58 degrees. 58 right now in Albuquerque. 56 in Rio Rancho. All right, now listen, I'm just a messenger. Second accident to the afternoon, exact same spot. This is I-25 northbound. That led calling say, now you're making that up. No, I looked at the log. It did happen about eight minutes ago. And this has kept that drive. It's now backing up again all the way from Sunport. No real good alternative around this one. Just budget in a little extra time. North 25, that accident at Cole Central. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Life Spring at Salon Helena. That is the home of Canyon Water. Drink healthy water, and you're going to love life. I got to tell you, if you change your water, you'll change your life. And if you go into Life Spring at Salon Helena, again, that's on Manol, three blocks west of uh, Wyoming. Just say, I heard on the Rock of Talk that you'll give us a gallon of water. They'll fill it up for you, hand it to you, and you will be one happy character. Life Spring at Salon Helena, thanks for the support. And with that, you're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com here on this beautiful Friday afternoon. The temperature's rising. That's pretty cool. I didn't uh, think about it. I don't know how that happened, but uh, glad we have it uh, nonetheless. You Dad Musk uh, there in the Kiva. We're still waiting for our iPads to be delivered so we can actually see everybody in the Kiva, get multiple angles and all that. But uh, some of us <clears throat> bring our own iPads. Well, uh, so the word is I've talked to FedEx on a number of uh, fronts. So if you ordered something like prior to the new year, okay, and a lot of people, you know, the TSAs are shut down in a number of different uh, airports. They're having because the TSA agents are all getting infected with COVID. So they don't let them go back. So this first week of the year uh, is is getting hit, you know, pretty hard. A lot of people are out there you know, trying to get things done. And one of the people who isn't getting anything done is UPS, FedEx, and uh, U.S. Postal Service. Wow. All the people who are calling in uh, sick. A million infections, three days running, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, yes, uh, let's go Biden or let's go Brandon is not doing uh, his job as president. Uh, I know my too. annual uh, L.L. Bean order is uh, more than a little delayed. So Is it really? About that, yeah. Well, when did it when did it leave its uh, tracking office? You know, I haven't. I've given up. I, I, it's been a couple of days since they've even looked. So I'll, I'll, I guess I'll look tonight. Yeah, I, I forgot that. I did know that about you. Your LL Bean order. That's right. That's you can right. take uh, the boy out of New England, but you can't take New England out of the boy. <laughs> LL Bean was a thing that I gradu- uh, graduated to uh, those horrible Patagonians uh, who put all that political stuff. Anytime I see the North Face of the Patagonia stuff, I'm like. We don't need to talk about anything. I have nothing in common with you. But if you have Cabela's, you know, we're, 
you're my boy blue <laughs> all day long 550 50 500 hour two just kind of wrapping up some some stuff uh, we touched upon the uh you know the vasectomies and i talked about justice in this world and why well, i feel true joy in my heart tonight is our our, our my my son's first basketball practice and i'll oh, be coaching exciting. and what's oh, really awesome. amazing about this you know they kind of started at, at, at fourth grade you right know, it's kind of <laughs> you know good but you know i used to coach uh, at the ghost at holy ghost i coached the uh, varsity b and c team so i'm um, you know i did five years of that so i'm going to be back in the saddle again i'm looking forward to uh, shaping these young young children <laughs> is this uh associated with the school or it is yeah, yeah associated, associated with the school so that's going to be exciting and i'm looking forward to basketball practice uh, this evening one thing I'm not looking forward to is the uh, forced masking that's going to be going on. So I don't know how I'm going to be able to blow a whistle with a mask in my face. <laughs> Great point. If I don't have a whistle, what am I supposed to do? So I'm just going to, you know, it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. Like, so I'm luckily I have big enough hands to make it uh, to be impact. But the problem is, is you use whistles. Did not anybody think about that? So, I don't know. Uh, if I don't do it as a public figure, figure they'll turn me in or I'll get removed if I do not comply or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm doing whatever I need to do for my children uh, to make sure that they can go ahead and play basketball. Just throw, throw chairs like Bobby Knight. That's, yes, I think get their attention. tantrums <laughs> is the best way to go, you know. The, you know what was really amazing? Mike Krzyzewski has uh, got a great book. It's there on your shelf right there. It's called Leading with the Heart. Uh, the winningest uh, basketball coach in the history of NCAA. I believe this is his last year, oh. or did he already retire? Mike Shashevsky. Mm -hmm. Don't try to don't try to spell uh, it. Yes, it's. Uh, and speaking uh, of Bobby, I think it's spelled uh, Krasuski or something like yeah. that. <laughs> he worked under Bobby Knight, oh. uh, as did Norm Ellenberger. Uh, I think he worked under Bobby Knight at when uh, Bobby Knight was at Army, and then I believe Mike Shashevsky took over at Army when Bobby Knight picked up and left, and then. It was Mike Krzyzewski who went to Duke University and turned that into, you know, whatever they most heralded the Alabama, if you will, of of a basketball program. You know, um, uh, June second, he announced he would retire at the conclusion of the twenty one twenty two season. Yeah, so there he is. This is his last uh, season that that's coming in. So um, I kind of feel good because I'm kind of just you know jumping in. Mike Krzyzewski's what he's uh, he's Catholic, by the way. Wow. Yeah, look at uh, seventy four years old. Seventy four no years old, and he he looks young. But he orchestrated one of the uh, biggest epic takedowns in the history of NCAA basketball when the uh, unfavored, after losing 103-73 the previous year, I believe in 91, came back and won in 92 the NCAA National Championship and beat the UNLV running Rebs. Remember them? Oh, yeah. He had, uh, he had Ackles and Stacey Ogman. Oh, yeah, I actually yeah. talked to Stacey Ogman over here at the NCAA. All, all those players, by the way, at UNLV, mm -hmm. still in hotel management today. Every really? Single, every single uh, Larry, Larry Johnson? <laughs> Larry Johnson, Stacey Ogman. No, I think Stacey's a coach. Oh, I think okay. his his uh, niece is a player at the University of New Mexico. Uh, I know, I know uh, Jamal Mashburn's son is playing here under Patino, so that's, uh, that's kind of rich. Uh, we did, by the way, get uh, Coach Ridenauer from Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's coming on over to the University ago, of New Mexico yeah. football uh, program. So that's exciting. Um, I have no idea why I'm talking sports, but, oh, is it maybe? I think I know why I'm talking sports. You're because you're believe tonight. I believe Jim Villanucci, wasn't he talking politics on a sports program? <laughs> on a sports station? Yeah, I think yeah. that's why. Have you heard about uh, Jim Villanucci as of late? Do you see what's going on with him? Yeah, he's a auto, used auto salesman over at MNF Auto. Ooh. Yeah. So if you're feeling uh, charitable, uh, feel free. Feel free to the, uh, 
throw the guy a bone, you know, there you go. Help him out. The guy is literally one of the most detestable, hateful human creatures. And did you know that he punched out uh, his producer over at uh, uh, Alpha uh, Media? I just heard it, uh, you know. I, oh, my God. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, I heard it, heard it from somebody it, it, when he was working at Alpha Radio and, pub, uh, and beating Rush. He told me. I, I told you I was going to give him a job. I was totally fine to give him a job. And I said, well, you can come here and square off against Rush Limbaugh if, if you beat Rush before. He's like, no, no, I'm going to hold out. And then he, he, he wrote me a letter, a long letter. You remember I read that to you. Yeah. It was pretty, basically told me F you at the end of the letter. I, I should read it. It's very colorful. So um, just how far, you know, we've come in all this. I don't know. I'm just going to talk for the next hour. So uh, it's the best. He, he, he literally, I'm, I'm not even kidding, told me that Scott Stigler was going to lose his job. So when he told me that Scott, and you've always said nothing but nice things. Scott's great. Yeah. You said like, you know, he's, he's, he's very Christian. He's a good guy. And, you know, we were whipping on old uh, Scott Stigler over there. You know, I talked to the guy one time, I think, uh, at some Republican party event that he was covering or whatever he was doing over there. And I'm like, yeah, he's a nice guy. He went, I'm like, you're not going to do that. Like, well, you're not going to go ahead. And so the reason why TJ Trout is over at KKOB, did you know why he's over at KKOB? Because they skipped over Villanucci, who was kind of coming to backfield to take his old slot so they could take out a recognizable uh, voice in Eddie Aragon, right? And said, oh, well, no, you, 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 you let it out. So then he ended up over at uh, uh, KQTM, the, the, the 101.7, the team. So he was over at 101.7, the team over there. I'm like, well, that's kind of funny, but that's what you do. You don't tell people that you're going to take their jobs. You don't try <laughs> to be, you know, grade A, you know, a-hole like he was. So... You know, well, uh, and and I think as libertarian as he was and the, the amount of spewing hate that he came, uh, you know, toward at me with while he was over at during the mayoral race. Remember? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you guys remember the amount of stuff they did? And we were started recording it and playing it for everybody. Uh, him and, uh, what's the, the, the fat guy laugh? I can't remember. He called me one night. We verified it was his actual voice. I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Anyway, he has the one, one to three show. So Darren White's out, right? Yep. He's gone, Both. right? Jim Villanucci's out, right? Uh, do they even have, you can't call the guy who works for the public schools, uh, the House of Strauss. You can't call that a, a conservative Republican uh, in any way, shape, or form, especially as hard charging as he was against that, against me during that time. Has so, anyone still told him that it was going to be a runoff election if nobody got to 50%? Right. Or was he still claiming that Eddie yeah, was going right. to divide the vote in a runoff election? Yeah. Right, right. Uh, and whoever told uh, him that one, Viper was good. Who's their one to three guy over there? Now? Uh, um, Brandon Vote. That's the guy. Okay, yeah, fat guy left. Okay, so Brandon Vote was over there. And now they and then they got TJ Trout, who's like three to six. And they're like... Unlistenable. It is unlistenable. I can't tell you the number of people. And you can't call Bob Clark a conservative, although he was probably the most fair out of any of them uh, in terms of dealing with it. And he conducted the, you know, whatever that was, the debates, if you want to call it that, or whatever you want. <laughs> I don't call them a debate. It's just it's like no no contest. But anyway, that's that's the long and short of it, Rudy. I mean, you've been in radio for a very long time. How many times have, and, and, and I didn't have to do anything, just sweet justice. Yeah. Right. Uh, over and over and over. They've come after me. They sent me cease and desist. Uh, you know, people take literally taking out the FM translator that we were on. Dowd, you were around for oh, that. Yeah. You saw that. Oh, I'm yeah. like, we were off the air. And here we go. Same Vicious. old thing. 
take out the transmitter, take out the control board, take out all this kind For of stuff. For a show with no audience, we seem to be targeted by yeah, a lot of different people. Yeah, uh, kind of uh, crazy. <laughs> then the city of Albuquerque, the ethics board, wants to know how I'm using my radio station for the mayoral election. And I literally rifled off the total value of what I, because they said I had to. I had to. I said, okay, that's fine. If that's the way you guys see it, I'm not going to argue with you. But why aren't you asking Byron Powdrell and his nonprofit you know, radio station and him running for city council where he was on, he had to run his business. A nonprofit is not a business, by the way, folks. It's a nonprofit, just so you know. That's why they're classified as 501c3. So they they didn't tell him anything, but they told me stuff. Is it because he's black? Is that, are we back on that again? Do you see what I'm I'm talking about? So, you know, if I can fight back, certainly uh, you guys can uh, fight back as well. A lot of fun, right? But, uh, you know, good riddance, uh, uh, Mr. Jim Villanucci. If you want to come get on the, the horn and, and yell, I mean, you, you've seen what I did with Don, Dennis Domsrolski. He I still consider him a friend. Is he still around? It's so erratic when they post on that website. It's, it's You never know. It's like uh, just three, a three stories post. in a week and then nothing for a month. And then it, you know, <laughs> the consistency is amazing. It's really consistent over there. Well, let's say that's, that's what you get with bloggers. I think Joe Monahan does. Uh, Four times a day for now. Uh, I think, uh, what is it, 40 shares is, you know, he's pretty much every day, but he's listening to our radio show so he can figure out what to publish the next right. day. It's yep. an uncanny thing. Doubt actually yep. picked this up a while ago. It's yeah, like, surely his day follows night. <laughs> yeah, surely his days follow. Whatever we say on the radio show, he's going to grab something so he can put on his website and it'll be half as long as anything the conservative uh, New Mexican puts together and written at about an eighth grade level. But literally, I mean, it's the. Uh, you know, you can go to a website and you can tell what level that someone writes at. Did you know that? There's a website. I'll direct you to it. Yes. You know I, which I one? Know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And they, they, it's like, they uh, give you the level of education. How good of a writer is this person? Well, let's uh, let's evaluate. This piece them. falls into a C-spot run category. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although uh, there was a lot of C-spot running with uh, Hemingway. Let's check on uh, weather and traffic. Where's your round date? All right, we put things together starting with the weather. Okay, there goes the sun. It's going down, even though the temps had gone up in this hour. Uh, Good-looking weekend, 55, they said, to a, for a high tomorrow and Sunday. Next chance to rain is Tuesday. So right now, the screen is telling me 58 degrees in Albuquerque, 56 in Rio Rancho. And I got to tell you, it's still tough rolling on I-25 northbound. They did clear this other accident. The second accident was was not as big as the first. It's off to the right shoulder. Not as many flashing lights. And so you're going to find while the drive is still slow from Gibson, it's going to be a little test of patience to get beyond that. And then smooth sailing, really, all the way into North Albuquerque. As far as the 25 uh, southbound, that's uh, kind of clumsy right now from Osuna all the way to Comanche. That was just partly the sunset. So as it goes down, that'll clear up for us as well. And Paseo del Norte westbound still looks okay as you make your way across the river bridge. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho. They're also on Southern, just north of Nicholas. And what a great place to go. They've got incredibly great food for the pets. Uh, You know, it's organic food. It's what they're going to love. And this is a place to take your pet for grooming. They have two stalls where you can groom the pet or they can have one of their uh, people uh, groom for you. It's a great place. Pet Food Gone Wild. If you'd like to see any of the specials, go to Pets.theplaceilike.com. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back to the rock. There we go. Happy birthday, Kenny Loggins. Right? Why don't you, you can just dance around at home, dance in your car, listen to abq.fm, rockoftalk.tv. Six degrees of separation, Kevin Bacon, right? Uh, 
What is uh, what's old Kevin Bacon doing these days? I know he had a, a series a, a while back, but uh, well, the serial killer one on Fox, right? Didn't he have a yeah? Uh, I can't remember what it was. I watched like yeah. like anything that I ever start with the exception of I think Breaking Bad and uh, Breaking Bad. I've never watched anything pretty much uh, all the way through. Five at D fifty five hundred caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hi, um, I just wanted to hear anything more you had to say about KOB, but one thing that that I found out that Cumulus is not just KOB the station, but Cumulus radios. Um, I, I listen off and on to both you and, and KOB, and um, and what I found out with the Dan Bongino show is that they were told not to talk about um, uh, January 6th, and I feel... As a person, as conservative, that they just wipe my, uh, wipe me off the face of the map because they would never, KLB would never talk about January 6th, and all of a sudden we were just shut up and we were just shut off and we were considered uh, third class citizens because they would not give us the time of day on anything like we, we would need to talk about. And uh, if we complained about KLB, we'd get cut off. It doesn't matter who was on there. And, and so I'm just frustrated that. There is this cutoff between half the people of the Republican Party um, in in our state, and I wish that that you would get along better with KOB. But I think it's all KOB fault. Wait, wait, you want me to get along better with KOB? I've but I've I think called it's their it. Fault. It's not yours. It's, oh it's, yeah, I think yeah, it's what's, KLB. yeah, it is totally their fault. They're they're scared baby, because we've eaten under share. I think their latest market share was like five or something on the latest stuff. They used to post nine, tens, 11. They were like, when people said radio, that's what they used to think about. I think overnights they were 25 share a long, long time ago. Um, look, let's just, let's go back on what your original, uh, you know, comments were, which I think are important, but let's go to George Floyd, black lives matter. You remember sure. when they played all that song, a change is going to come. Yep, they yep, did it yep, all yep. at one time. Genuflected. They, that's to, right. To they, St. George. Of yeah. They, they totally went woke. Okay, and they said a change is going to come, and then every single station played it all at the same time. Right, and that right. was a directive yeah. from Cumulus Media, and they came they came from Atlanta. Now let's not forget that Cumulus filed for bankruptcy protection throughout tw- pre pre COVID twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. So they did a, a huge number of layoffs uh, that they had. Right, uh, Rudy. Yep. I know Rudy was connected to that. Mm-hmm. He was doing business over there, and then you know they got rid of I think their only Hispanic host, which was Jeffrey Candelaria, right? Uh, so oh. he, what's that? I was just commenting, yes. That's, yeah, that's so they true. got rid of the only Hispanic guy that was over there. And then they just basically have milk toast, oh, excuse me, milk toast radio around the clock. So they've got, you yeah. know, Bob Bob Clark, Dan Bongino, you saw, he's a total vaxxer, but he was mad about the mandates inside Cumulus Media. Yep. What they said is they fired, and we actually took one of their producers who's working with us now, his name is Eric, um, okay. I, we saw the email and uh, they circulated this internal email that said, if you were not vaxxed, you cannot work at Cumulus Media. So mm. there you go. They let him go. Um, and I know that they were not allowed to talk about the Trump. The big thing, what happened to me last year after the election is you were not allowed to talk about a false election or that the election was stolen. Do you remember when that happened? Uh, New York Times, January 11th, 2021. Cumulus Media tells hosts to stop claims uh, of election fraud. Washington Post talk radio owner orders conservative hosts to temper election coverage. That it's, They're imposing internal speech controls. Basically. Yeah, so, the, so there's no free speech there. And then, uh, I mean, we can go to other things too. We can go to CD1 where they didn't even acknowledge me as a candidate. Uh, there was no equal time 
When I asked for equal time from them or even KOB uh, Channel 4, they said because I'm not an elected official and they were uh, speaking as Sheriff Manny Gonzalez or Mayor Tim Keller that they weren't going to allow me equal time on there. So we let that set, uh, set sail on that whole entire thing. I believe when we took score, a number of people who called in and said, I won the debates, which I won every single one, and they quote them off, they would dump those calls. Any, anybody that had anything positive to say about me uh, on that media, if I'm not mistaken, uh, right down, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they dumped they dumped my call. Well, and at least one of the hosts was accusing Eddie, Eddie of breaking, of splitting the vote against Keller when we all know it was a runoff election. You can't split the vote if it's a runoff election. And we have audio of TJ Trout uh, stating that it was uh, basically uh, violating FCC laws by me being on the air. And then you had, in addition to consider the coordinated attack you had democrat manny gonzalez along with uh, prc former prc uh, commissioner karen montoya provide uh the coordinated attack and the actual complaint that was filed which they later withdrew uh from all that on the very same things that they were stating and then you had uh what was the red hair uh quote unquote republican oh the uh, merrick, merrick allen, Garland, merrick allen uh, who yeah. was over there with 11 percent in the with, primary with, <laughs> with pbs yeah, she's the conservative voice. yeah who is, who is there with uh the the black guy with gene dreads, grant, gene yeah. grant yeah. uh you know just basically slamming me the entire hour and we couldn't even get through so i mean yeah, he... this is the kind of stuff and, and by the way i'm not just hated by kkob I'm hated by a number of conservatives. I'm hated by just about every single, you know, conservative, people who are in the party, people who are out there. And we haven't stopped battling. We show up every single day. We come rain or shine. We do everything we possibly can, uh, can to. Can, and this is part of the sweet justice that I'm talking about. It's not just in politics. It's in my own personal life. It's in the personal lives of other people that I've been affiliated with. Like, you can just see these things. Like, truth is always on our side. And you just keep marching on with it. And that's what we've got to keep doing. So, you know, when we see this justice kind of getting. So, so what do they got? They got, they got Clark Bongino. What's the fat guy? Um, Vote. Vote, vote Brandon. Um, J, uh, JJ Trout, uh, TJ Trout, and then uh, whatever the the high the school teacher, pit guy. the high school, yeah, <laughs> DECA teacher, uh, that guy, uh, Strauss. So the there you go, a, a, a great cross section reflection of, and we've pitched I don't know how many times, like over the years when I was trying to get the FM, and remember our FM got taken out last uh, Thanksgiving. Right. We, yeah. we we kept trying to do everything we could to like compete for other contracts that that were that that was there. So, you know, so you can listen to like a, you know, state supported, state funded radio like KNW, which I believe is now number one, 94, 94 Rock is two. I think a lot of what they still get is people saying rock and they say, oh, that's rock, rock. It's got to go to them. And we don't get the numbers for that because I don't buy any of the ratings. We base it upon the number of people who are listening to our internet feed and we can project those numbers. And, and I said, sure. I said, Rudy, go out there, sell an advertiser, tell them what it is. Don't increase the prices and voila, they start getting business right that's away it. and it doesn't stop. So that's uh, it's singles and doubles. It's not trying to hit the home run. We Eddie, just show I, up every I've got day. another cumulus sure. update. This ran, I think in October, another Colorado Springs radio host who refused to abide by the 
cumulus media vaccine mandate has been terminated. Tron Simpson, a weekend host uh, at News Radio 740 KVOR, uh, who also did weekends. He is no longer with the company. He has been joined uh, by Jeff Crank, who quit instead of getting vaccinated. He said the mandate mandate is unethical and immoral. I'm going to make my medical decisions after consultation with my doctor, and it won't be forced upon me by the CEO of a company that I've never met or knows nothing about me, Mr. Crank said. So that that's cumulus media. That's the big stick here. Yep, there it is. Anything <laughs> yeah. else? Yeah, I just actually blame the, the election of, um, of Keller on, fully on, on all the conservatives or all the Republicans that did not support you. It's their fault, and KOB is right there front and center. I, I, but Rudy's happy. I mean, I've never seen Rudy so animated. They actually admitted that they should have supported me. They went to their yeah. little uh, BCGOP. Remember, they invited Manny Gonzalez. We had 22 different soirees for Man- Democrat Manny Gonzalez. And uh, I was only uh, at three of those. And every time I was there, you know, Janice Arnold Jones couldn't wait to like take up as much possible time as she could at any of those. So, yeah. Um, I think you're good to blame uh, those people. I'll tell you what, you know when the state is going to change? When the uh, old people who are running the Republican Party are no longer running the Republican Party and we have new blood in there. But there's a lot of these youngsters who are misled and they're former Democrats. You know, I mean, I could say their names, but nobody would really know who they are. And they actually have uh, positions within the the Democrat Party. They're the ones that are really kind of holding things back. But, hey, I can't wait for hour number three and uh, some of the other things that we're we're doing. It's going to be a dynamic hour. (laughs) Gird your loins, ladies and gentlemen. They do. Well, one more thing for the caller. Here's the, the real difficulty with that mandate that came down from Cumulus. They have this unbelievable uh no compete contract if you didn't take the vaccine they were not just firing you they were ruining your life wow because you can't work anywhere inside of a 60 mile radius that's still valid even if they fire you if you get fired for any any part of your contract that's it if you're no longer part of i need i need to put that in our contract rudy (laughs) (laughs) what contract there, there you go. And so that's exactly it. I mean, so how on, long could you not work for a six months and could be longer? So that's depending. a long time. In well, the environment, I mean. one of the, some of some of the talent on there might have been longer because wait, wait, they personally... don't have to. What are you talking about? Talent? <laughs> I'm sorry. The employees. <laughs> right. People like me when answering, I work there. answering phone calls and making sophomoric remarks against that without providing any in-depth intellect or reading or experience and in being involved in the game. You can't call any of that con- uh, talent uh, whatsoever. I don't care what they're doing. You know how Strauss got his whole deal? Yeah. Yeah. It was like an on-air competition where they did it That's over That's it. Time. It was a game. He it won was... a game. He won American Idol? Albuquerque Idol? <laughs> I remember sitting in a sales really? meeting that morning, and they said, by the way, we have a new host on Saturdays. <laughs> Who? Really? Yeah. The whole sales staff said, the, and they, hey. he, he made a He made the mistake of trying to befriend me and come over here, and I treated what happened to him? I treated him as nice as can be. Brought him in the station. He brought his daughter over here, all this kind of stuff. Then he acted like he didn't even yeah. know who I was. What? And he would constantly dump the phone calls. I mean, these guys are all, you know, anyway. But, Eddie, I don't know at this point, given how compromised corporate Thanks for the call, call. Thank I you, appreciate you. How compromised corporate America is now yeah. with knuckling under to the kind of insane leftism of our country. I don't know that you could find uh, – could, could an honest – free speech promoting on-air talent would you could you morally work for a company like that there's no framework under which that that mandate whether it's the vax whether it's you can't talk about this or you can't talk about that i mean you you have to leave you have to start your own your own vlog or or blog or your own podcast or 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 even your own radio station that's why um our audience seems to kind of 
I get more and more notice from people. People contacting me. Numbers seem to be up. Subscriptions seem to be up. Uh, I've been doing this a long time. Listen, you have no idea how many people who's, who are called talent. You know, if I got a good gig, I'll do whatever you say, whatever you, sir, because yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. keep the money. Yep. And then the other ones, I mean, there's a you know another radio station that's there, and like their their big sales point is we're not Eddie Aragon, and they're like, well, who's really? Eddie Aragon? Yeah, that's literally oh what gosh. they do, and they they're literally coming over here. They I get calls from our advertisers all the time that hey, we're getting calls from this you know other radio station that's saying that they're the conservative voice and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't even have to say I'm the conservative voice because I just am. And Thank don't keep, have to worry about it. Keep saying that because it's great promotion. Yeah, it really is great promotion. <laughs> like when you have to actually name what you're trying to be or name what you are. Yep. Like you're trying to redefine. It's about branding. Mm -hmm. You're a personality. You know, you don't say what you're selling. You know, like the rock of talk. What is that? Is this uh, some uh, liberal jackass that's on there? Some blowhard? You know, you don't know what that is. You're like, well, I'm going to go turn it on because I want to know what the rock of talk is. And it's trademark. And in fact, when I first started this whole thing, whatever I did, you know, and the, the guy that, that really wanted the rock of talk, because it was a guy, that a friend of mine that passed away, Craig, who originally said, you remember Craig? Yeah. You know that he passed away, right? I did not. Yeah, he passed away about a year and a half ago. I'm so sorry. So um, good guy. He was really good. And, you know, I mean, it was him and I and uh, one of the, the guys over there in the morning. And then, of course, we had Marty, big Marty. Uh, and he said, oh, the rock of talk. And everybody would like totally love that. And they were like totally excited about the rock of talks. Like, yeah, just run with it. So went and got it, renamed it. And from 1550, the truth, 1600 AM, the rock of talk. And then, you know, at, at that point it was getting a trademark. And then all of a sudden we started cutting in with everything with Savage and, you know, Laura Ingram and, you know, all the, you know, Rusty Humphreys, unfortunately. And Alex uh, Jones. Yeah. Jared, <laughs> Alex was the first guy I put on. Reason. Yeah. I couldn't. I, I, and so we put that on there and they just started talk that rocks talk. I'm like, homie, I got it trademarked. You can't even say something like within right. the United States. But And there is other people who I've actually had to send cease and desist orders. But in the front, when you walk in, I've actually, and it took two years to get that entire thing trademarked. You have to use it for a certain amount of time and get it trademarked is the way that the whole thing's worked. Well, and I remember that though, when you first did that, because I was at that station as well. And I got to tell you. You, you kept talking about the truth, the truth. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, that's just not sticking. That's just too, it's malleable. Well, and then when it's, you did, it's sort of like saying conservative talk. Right. Yeah. And when you came up with the rocket talk, I remember I just, I kind of stepped back and said, yeah. oh my gosh, that sticks. Yeah, it did. And it has. And uh, we are, and I am. And you can follow me on Instagram or, you know, nowhere else. Cause I'm not, and, and if you see any other social media that's out there, none of it's me. Besides Instagram, just so you know, I just want to make that abundantly clear. We've established our own TV. We've established our own apps. We've established our own radio. We've established our own brand. We established our own social media through uh, rockoftalk.chat, which is stories and stuff and fodder that people can, can listen to every day. And we'll waste a hell of a, like for 20 cents a day, you waste 20 cents in the first 10 minutes of your <laughs> life when you're checking your stupid Facebook pages. You don't want to talk about what mush is. I'll tell you what mush is. Mush is Twitter and Facebook. And people are using it thinking that they can form opinions. And all it is is just like it's, it's little gangs and uh, click relationships. Yep. And you're just, you're, it's so fun because you can kind of step in on some of this stuff. You're like, oh, well, we know who these people are. We know who these people are. And they literally tried to use what they thought was an old Facebook page of mine, started posting it up as if it was me in an attempt to try and ruin me as if it was part of what I did on Facebook. <laughs> like, oh, he must be on Facebook. I'll be like, I'm not that stupid, honey. 
So there you go. Let's check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande, last one. All right, as we uh, put things together for the weekend, it's going to be a great weekend, 55 degrees both Saturday and Sunday. Real clear skies. Now, this is really good weather. I know we're going to get rain on Tuesday. It's just part of a January, right? All right, right now, 57 degrees in Albuquerque and 52 in Rio Rancho. All right, as far as the roadway, I can tell you they have cleared the accident on I-25 northbound there at uh, Lead Coal. And the driveway, it's starting to recover. A little bit of slowing still, but nothing to worry about. You'll get through that without too much of a delay. Uh, I-40 is the one that's going to be a little bit of a grind. If you're westbound coming off of, uh, looks like 2nd Street, so pretty much right off the big eye, you're going to be slow right to the river. But beyond that, it's smooth sailing right into the weekend. I hope you have a great one there. All right. This traffic report is brought to you by Taco Tote. They are on Central right across from the Highland Theater. Now, this is a place to go this weekend. You got to, you know, their Saturday and Sunday morning meals are great. But, you know, they got this big uh, family deal, which feeds five people. If you'd like to see all about it, just go to hugetacos.com and then go into Taco Tote on Central across from the Highland Theater. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock. All right, Rudy, have a great weekend, everybody. We have Murder Mike to wrap the show, and we appreciate everybody tuning in, as always, right into the best radio station in Albuquerque, the most attacked radio station in Albuquerque, the most reviled, feared, hated, and loved radio personalities here in the Kiva each and every day, four to seven, bringing the community together or splitting it apart, depending upon whether or not you are on the other side getting the credit. We thank each and every one of you. Download the app, abq.fm, 65 great radio stations. Maybe just toss your whole entire radio programming away and say, hey, I've got everything I need directly at, hey, wasn't this a great idea, Eddie? abq.fm. That's abq.fm. It's all right there at rockoftalk.tv. Murder Mike to wrap the show on second hour next and then third hour. And what's your life? I only and everything I had to know, I heard it on my radio. You gave them all those old time stars, who was the world invaded by Mars. You made them laugh, you made them cry, you made us feel like we would fly. So don't be caught Some background noise The fact of four The girls and boys Who just don't know Or just don't care And just don't pray When you're not there You had the time You had the power You've yet to have Your finest hour Radio, 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 radio,
We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlight. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Did someone say pancakes? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place for whole wheat, apple cinnamon, and raspberry granola pancakes, and more. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer. Get yours right now. It's sunny.theplaceilike.com. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected. RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. 
and GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what what about about the the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio Westlight. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Man, I love that guy. So good. There he is, Joe Cocker. Little help from my friends. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and you walk out on me? Well, you haven't. I sing out of tune, I think, quite a lot. Uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, I think that was uh, one of the greatest top 10 lists of all time on Letterman back before Letterman went, went insane and crazy. Uh, top 10 lessons from Woodstock. Uh, number seven, Joe Cocker really should try decaffeinated coffee. <laughs> that is good. Uh, Murder Mike is in here. Murder Mike, how are you feeling? I'm feeling very well, and I appreciate all the good thoughts and prayers sent to me. I'm working on a few little habits that I'm trying to get rid of in the new year. And yeah. You know what well, they we, are. We love you. We want you around. And I, I know you've been through some tough stuff lately. And uh, not to mention, just, and it's not just listening to the scanners, is it? 
No, there's there's other things that were going on. Yeah, you? so I got uh, attacked by the electronic gremlin. So yeah, how'd that go? Uh, well, I, I tried to print out my story tonight. And guess it, what? My, it ate it all. My printer went. Dick. The dog ate my homework. <laughs> yeah, boy, worse. Yeah, <laughs> so, and, but I, I gotta say, you know, I I do listen to a lot of the other stations during their talk radio format. I just like mm-hmm. to hear what everybody's doing, and we by far, and I mean this honestly and sincerely, have the best talk radio program going on on the airways in the afternoon of everybody you know you you've assembled a team here that is just outstanding so you know kudos to myself because i'm included but i mean we're doing a great job we're niche radio we're the one that really brings it to light and everything so well with that being said there's the psa for the station moving to the news this afternoon yeah you can collect your check when you uh, <laughs> uh head out the door the yeah where's that money he said yeah <laughs> What's uh, what's going on last 24 hours? Well, I'll tell you what. Last night, just after uh, 10.30 at, uh, in the evening, APD responded to a domestic dispute in the 5700 block of Pinion Flats Northwest. Ooh, okay. APD reported that the female half of the, uh, di- uh, the dis- dispute had been kept or prohibited from leaving the family residence for more than four hours by her estranged ex-boyfriend. And then PD went on to say that when the suspect went into another room, and allowed the girlfriend to escape without being noticed. Uh, she did notify authorities immediately, and when APD arrived, they began negotiations with the suspect, but to no avail. Uh, he refused to come out and vacate the premises, and, and eventually SWAT teams were eventually notified, and the crisis, and along with crisis negotiators, uh, the suspect was removed without incident. And the suspect, later identified as 36-year-old, Daniel Gonzalez was transported to MDC and charged with aggravated battery and false imprisonment. Hmm. So there you go. There you go. Those domestic disputes. That no, no, you. not the coach, Danny Gonzalez. No, no, not the coach. Good, good job. Uh, thanks for the clarification there. Yeah, had, uh, no, I know Danny. <laughs> what? Coach? Coach? Uh, oh, no, coach. Hey, that was a. Well, anyway, I'm going to go right over to statistics because overnight. Oh, wow. We're just cut, cut to the chase here. Well, uh, I'm getting down, getting after it. I want Yeah, look at you. <laughs> well, it's all handwritten, so I can't read my own writing, so I had to cut it short. <laughs> oh, what it, are you leaving out tonight, Michael? <laughs> oh, that's from not, your chicken scratch. <laughs> chicken's boy. I, you think I went to medical school for four years and became a doctor just so I could write uh, prescriptions? You know, yeah. they, that's not a true thing about uh, doctors. No, they're, they're, I'm going to tell, you, what, old tell you why. You're saying? I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, the, their notes, they don't take notes like that anymore. They don't write prescriptions like that. Everything has to be on a computer and logged and sent to, see, there it is, Dowd. That solves the problem, right? <laughs> so now they all, they're all QWERTYs. So every it. single one of them is uh, typing. I know. I know. Every I know. one of the doctors that I know, they, I mean, they, right. they absolutely hate having to do their notes. And, and it's copious notes. So I think they wish they could go back to just say signature, yes, check mark, but with Good. how litigious the uh, the medical world is now in, you've got to literally check every box and you know get it all correct. So there you go. Boy, if doctors didn't have it hard already, uh, that sure didn't help matters any. Well, I think we just need more medical professionals. Uh, it, unfortunately, that's just the reality of the world. You were nothing without your help. That's correct, and especially in New Mexico, our psychiatric uh, uh, care is so bad i mean uh the mental health they're, uh, they're overrun yeah so the, the psychiatric centers are completely overrun in fact they want to do something i think for the homeless if i'm not mistaken and i think it's only going to be like 18 beds i, I mean these people can... these people are worked to the bone and they 
like they don't have enough and they've got to straddle the line between a very politically correct hospital oh. and their genuine, uh, I think their virtue signaling and, you know, their woke medicine. And then on the other side, like doing the stuff that they know that'll actually work. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've known people who have, you know, worked in, in these departments and the, you know, UW department of, right. of psychiatry and things like that. And I can tell you that that's, that's the way it is. It's tough. Um, I mean, in, uh, they call it peds or pediatrics right. and all that. I mean, that is also uh, overrun the number of kids that are coming in. And remember when you have a helicopter parent who's dealing with, you know, kids, and they're making certain demands mm -hmm. that you know that you have to go through a number of other things before you get to the demands of the actual parent. I mean, it's, it's hard. And um, I mean, those are the two areas I think that are probably the most difficult there. I mean, cancer surgeries, you know, specialists, I mean, they're going to know what they know and it, it is, it's a, it's a math equation. It is, or isn't when you're asking a five-year-old how they're feeling and you can't, you know, make the diagnoses or you're trying to deal with someone you know, who's psychotic and it's going to take an eval that's going to take several of your other medical professionals before you figure it out because you know, you're dealing with something that's so organic. Like that's impossible. Yep, that is an impossible area to deal with. Uh, not to mention the mix of alcohol and or drugs, which there's no bigger drug abuse uh, capital per capita uh, than, you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's this is one of the, correct. which is one of the reasons why we rage so much uh, when it comes to, you know, homelessness. Well, you know, I've, I've noticed the fact that they build, they spend millions of dollars to build a, a parking garage or some administration building after Senator but, who and who. Yeah, but they do actually need that stuff. I mean, well, yeah. you, you know, the, the hospitals, they're stacked and overrun right now as, as it is. And most of it has to do with, you know, allowing way too much medical care for people who aren't going into the system or paying into the system, illegal immigrants and various other people. And it's just, they're not planned for that. And you know, as well as I do, that's used as a primary care facility for a lot of these people who don't have primary care doctors. So, which is why, you know, insurance and medical care is so important, but you can't stack that thing, you know, with 80% legal immigrants that people are using as a primary care facility. And then the other 20 people who've been paying, they've been trying to get in. It just doesn't measure up. So. You can't. Well, the thing about it is the fact that the mental health center, 2600 Marble, my father built that building in 1963, mm -hmm. and it has not been changed since. There's been well, no additions, the, nothing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've spent I spent some time there, so I know, <laughs> and not me personally, but I, I will tell you, I've spent some time there, and and you know they've they've got to expand the care for that. So hopefully that that will will be something that will will be forthcoming pretty soon. Final stats, anything else? Yeah, we uh, well moving along here. Uh, in the burglary department, there was three commercial burglaries and one residential burglary. Okay. Uh, three suicide threats were called into the crisis lines. There was two auto thefts and four disturbance calls. Additionally, there was five priority one assaults where uh, weapons or or uh, guns were involved and three simple assaults. APD responded to 12 shots fired calls in the nighttime in the queue. And finally, that's a lot. That is. Uh, but a little bit lower than sometimes. But, you know, trending overall so far in the new year, a lot of our stats are going down. Which Did you get any drag crazy. racing calls? Did you keep track of the drag <laughs> racing calls from I yesterday? I think there was one, at least one yesterday. I think there was one. Actually, <laughs> at least one. Yeah, we, when you were on the air. <laughs> yeah, we called it on the air. There yeah. you go. Good job. I came uh, over to, to check it out, but uh, they were leaving as I was arriving. I guess they thought. I was a cop or something. No, I one thought you were a cop. Well, um, we did have one shooting overnight. It was okay. a, a minor shooting. It was just in the southeast area at Acoma in Florida. The victim was described as a male adult, and he had a gunshot, a through and through gunshot wound in the leg. 
conscious breathing, non-life-threatening. Mm. And uh, armed robbery right up the street over here at the... Uh, Thanks. Uh, what is it? Oh, God, it's funny. At the... Oh, God, it's Little Caesars. There you go. Can't read my Oh, own Little words. Caesars, huh? That Little Caesars got robbed. You, you can't even get money out of them. I mean, the way that it goes, I don't know why they would have an armed robbery there. Stick up, stick up. Uh, hey, do you know what? There, there's an ATM machine almost right across the street. I would Not do, any longer. It's gone. Yeah, because somebody was murdered there, Murder Mike. Oh. Yeah, they removed it. It was a Wells Fargo. They put uh, it just a chain around it and dragged it away? It. No, or the no. authorities removed it. No, they literally removed it because of the murder that was there. Okay. That happened uh, a few years back there. Good, good, good on you, Murder Mike. Stay on the radios. Uh, the best doctors are opening private practice and declining insurance. Thanks, Matt. Don't forget to visit uh, Matt Monty's, uh Cigar shop. Any one reason why you're in the crosshair, so to speak, and nothing happens to any of these rhino radio hosts is because you're over the target every single topic. The truth becomes a form of propaganda in a world of lies, and we are in a world of lies. Keep speaking truth, my friend, and you know that, Dowd, Rudy, and have my 110 support, 110% support on another maybe Facebook should have changed its name to Mush instead of Meta. God bless you all, Nikiva. God bless you in the USA. Kevin, that guy's that guy's nailing it every single day. Local Smiths on Friday at 4 p.m. We need policy changes. Oh, yeah, the short, the shelves are starting to empty because shipments aren't coming in. Uh, here's your solution. Just stick a whistle in your mask slot. I didn't know I had one. Uh, Ann, our best uh, listener. The Joe Show says, I used to listen to all those stations, and now I only listen to you. I'm going to be on the Joe Show, I think, in a couple of weeks. I texted KKOB during the mayor's race. I told them they were wrong, not supporting you. <laughs> and wrong, not supporting you. What was uh, Kevin Bacon been doing lately? I'm guessing Kyra Sedgwick. Have you seen her? Didn't he get all his money lost by Madoff? Oh, yeah, Kevin Bacon recovering all the money Bernie Madoff stole for them. Dang. That's right. Uh, that's how uh, the Aloofs lost their money, too. A lot of charities, firmly, too. I personally firmly believe that the moment everything started turning to poop is when Kenny Loggins quit being hired to write every single theme song to every single movie. That's the hill I am going <laughs> to die on. That is awesome. You can't disagree, really. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, what is that? Hi, this is Jerry. The Rear Rancher Chamber is promoting Jeffrey's show. I could not find Jeffrey's shows on the Walk, Rock of Talk website. Go to SoundCloud. Jerry, thanks for coming in today. Orlando checks in. Shout out to my brother-in-law. Zach V. Hill, full ride UNM football from Rear Rancho. Now that you're talking sports. All right, Orlando. Orlando's listening to the sports here. That's crazy. Do you see this? Is it real? I don't know. It's a link. And uh, oh my God, why are you talking FedEx delayed deliveries? Chuckle, chuckle, and I know you're not discussing masculinity right now, but on another topic, my very masculine husband, definitely not Snip, just told me something. <laughs> Joe Biden is trying to encourage competition in the meat market to bring down the price of beef. He has decided to work out a trade agreement with India to bring down the price of beef. <laughs> oh my! Is that's, that a way to end uh, the show? I think it's good. Stay tuned. As a Hindu, I'm offended. Uh, next, thanks everybody for being our friends. We love you, and thank you for loving us and listening to Kiva. See you bright and early, 4 p.m. on Monday. I'll be in tomorrow, 10 a.m. as well. Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song And I'll try not to sing out a key Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends mm -hmm. I get high with a little help from my friends mm -hmm. Gonna try with a little Try with a little help from my friends. Do you need anybody?
This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Six in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Uragon, the Rock of Talk, AM 1600KIVABQ.FM. Little Rob Thomas, Matchbox 20 on the third hour. Big announcement as we launch headway directly into the Bernalillo County, I don't know, meeting, congregate, whatever we're going to be doing tomorrow there at the Embajada Suites. And uh, glad to have a good friend of mine. Here in the Kiva, and he specifically stated that he wanted to come here in the Kiva to make a big announcement. You know him as one of the nicest guys in the party. We need nice guys. We need nice people, don't we? I think that's really what we're looking for. We want we want nicer people, I think, serving us, uh, and especially maybe up in Washington, D.C. About the nicest guy he is. He does a lot of different things, plus he's a part owner in Calibers. And, of course, you know him as, no, not city councilor, Luis Sanchez. You know him as Calibers owner, Louis Sanchez, and glad to have him here in the Kiva for his big announcement. Louis, how are you? Oh, well, I'm great. Thanks, Eddie. I appreciate it. You know, it's great being back here in the studio because most of the time I listen to you on the Kiva app, which does go all around the state. That is, that it, is true. It does kind of go everywhere. Yes. In the universe, I heard. <laughs> it like, actually In does. the whole universe. Let's see. Uh, so, so as you know, I'm in the medical field. It takes me up to Durango and Cortez, and yeah, the app follows you everywhere. So it, it's always good to be able to hear, you know, uh, your voice starting at four o'clock all the way through seven. So. Oh, you're you're a you're a you're a great guy. You know, one of your <laughs> biggest fans is across the table from you. Don't you know? <laughs> yeah. I still and his like mom him. is a big fan. She's never even met my you. My mother loves Louis Sanchez. Everybody uh, you, you who know, hears, uh, my mother is like, I'm a mean forty nine year old Irishman. My mother's a mean old Irish woman. 
We don't like anyone. We love Louis. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> she says his face reminds me uh, reminds her of one of uh, one of our uh, sort of honorary family members who's very very Irish. Just and, ha- and she says that Louis reminds the same gentleman we know is just like the nicest guy. He lives down the road from us. We've been more or less family members forever. And uh, uh, if you if you can get my mother. And D. Dowd right. Muska to like you. Right. There's something very right about you. <laughs> you know, I was kind of hoping to come out to a different song. Actually, that was by request by uh, by uh, by Louis. But I was kind of thinking of this. You know what I mean? You know, just kind of kind of launch. We gotta go. How about that? I never, like that. never heard this song before. No, <laughs> it's no. a new one. And uh, you know, aptly named the Kingsmen. We'd certainly like for you to be uh, running things, uh, Mr. Louis Sanchez. Uh, I think you're. You're, aren't you running for governor? Well, I that... think you're running for. <laughs> wait, wait. What do you? I come confused. Luis Sanchez, you have a big announcement. You want to lay it on us here today, uh, right here uh, in the Kiva. Uh, about uh, what are we about? Uh, Ten, eleven minutes. Uh, here we are. Six ten, six eleven. Here in the Kiva, Louis. What'd you like to say? So let's just get to it. Yes, I am changing races, and I will be running for Congressional District 1 to represent the people of New Mexico. My gosh. Wow. I'll tell you what. We need nice guys up in Washington, D.C. I can't think of a better guy uh, for the race. Having run the race myself, Louie, and uh, you and I remember when we yes. were back there, and I, I got to say, like this is, this is one that's going to give you plenty of time to kind of ramp things up, and I'm quite excited about your prospects. So... Uh, why did you decide to switch? You know, there was a lot of reasons. As I'm sure just like you and, you know, probably 90% of all New Mexicans, you wake up every morning, go and look at the news, and you just get disgusted what's happened to this country in the last 12 months. Um, you know, you look at inflation and how it's affecting everyday people. Um, you know, a lot of my family members also, you see what's happening at the border. You start reading about, once again, how... You know, New Mexico is last in education, how New Mexico is first in crime, how New Mexico is last in, uh, you know, senior poverty, um, child poverty. And, and yet, but you know that we have no secure borders. And that's, that's actually determined on a fe- federal level. And, you know, and, and I look at what's going on right now, and you look at our representation that we have up in Washington, D.C., and honestly, I do. I thank God for Yvette Harrell because she seems to be the only voice of reason for New Mexico. You know, with uh, Martin Heinrich and Ben Benray Lujan and Melanie Stansberry, especially when she's sitting there saying that she applauds her progressive caucus members when we know that, you know, it, it, it just seems to be the example of socialism is good for, for thee but not for me. And I don't think that that's how we prosper. I don't. And, and Eddie, you and I have talked about this before. And as you know, uh, sometimes I just say too much of the truth, but I do have a job. And for right. and you know we have qualified candidates in this gubernatorial race. We really do. And um, you know I just felt that my calling was to come to here, and I needed to be fair to the people in New Mexico. And uh, you know it's it's one of those situations where I know it's a hard decision. It was a hard decision for me for for my supporters. Uh, I've talked to a lot of my supporters. I've gotten just hundreds of phone calls from you know, not only people in the party but also my supporters to to see if I'd be willing to to switch the race. Yeah. Um, to this. And, uh, you know, and Cassie and I took the holidays and uh, after a lot of prayer and really soul searching this, you know, this is where I think I need to be is uh, is representing New Mexico in CD one. Well, yeah. I think the other thing, too, is last time that you ran, you also ran for federal office. Yep. So a little bit different. Um, you know, you ran for Senate uh, the last time. And uh, I want to commend you on being a team player by deciding to not try to seek additional signatures 
after not making the original threshold. But that was your first foray into everything. Sure. And then, uh, you know, this is the area that you know a heck of a lot better. Last time you were trying to straddle the lines between a job and that. Exactly. You know, here, you know, I think learning the lesson, realizing that uh, this is a full-time commitment once you, yes. uh, you know, do CD1. Of course, uh, you know that CD1 now includes... Your home has included your home, but mm -hmm. for, unfortunately, it doesn't include your old home, which would be the South Valley, a place that you uh, touted love and you and I actually uh, have familiarity with. My mom, she's a raven, 74, <laughs> orale, it's awesome over there, and my dad from Highland High. So, uh, you know, we've done that, and uh, that's a part of... Uh, the, and I'm now I'm in District 10, which is interesting, which represents the South Valley, so which is actually District 2. So technically, I am in and out of your district, so depending upon how the redistricting <laughs> Depen thing is. Depending if you're in your bedroom or your bathroom It at depends the time. upon which race. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it depends on which race and how everything kind of gets right. uh, re. re it, it's an interesting year, Louie. And you mentioned Washington, D.C., uh, obviously yesterday, the 110th birthday of New Mexico or Epiphany, the way you and I choose to see it, or as the Democrats choose to see it, uh, hate Conservatives Day. <laughs> well, that's true. And you know, and, and, and you're right about the Senate race. I did run, and, and for people who don't know, it's like, well, you know, Louis stopped the race. Well, the reason I stopped the race is because I made a promise. As you know, Eddie, you heard, heard me speak. Yeah, and team I, player. And I made a promise that if I didn't finish in the top two, which I finished in third right behind Mark Ronchetti, but I made a promise to all of them that I would not split the vote. And so, you know, I just felt that we as uh, politicians or candidates, whatever it may be, that at some point we have to live up to what we say on the podium. Yeah, and you ran a great race and you were traversing the state and – now, instead of uh, traversing 500 miles, you now only have to do, uh, you know, 50 miles. But, well, and, that, yeah. And, well, well, no, Rio Doso, uh, so Lincoln County is part of CD1 now, too. Which Oh, wow. How is that going to impact? What do you think? You know that area. Now, oh, well, I do. You know, and um, I'll tell you what, you, when you start going down to Lincoln County, you get over to Chavez County, Lee County, you know, it's very conservative. Um, and so I have a lot of support down in Lincoln County, a lot of of my supporters in Lincoln County were the ones who had asked me if I would consider uh, flipping races because then I would represent their interests also. Um, you know, they, they have a great congresswoman right now in, in Yvette Harold, but as you've seen, the way that they gerrymandered these districts, um, you know, it's, I, you go all the way, it's weird, they cut Hobbs in half, and then, let's see, CD1 goes down to to uh, Roswell, but you only go to the truck stop when, when you get into Roswell, and then you go straight west, and then you kind of come around Capitan and blah, blah. Yeah, it, it just looks like they threw it against the wall, and they said, oh, this represents everybody. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was just trying to be the adult in the room, and, and hopefully, you know, Eddie, you know, I've talked about it's about leading by example, and, you know, for some reason, we as Republicans, we just have a tendency of tearing ourselves apart. You know, and and I think that we need to well, start. I, I, I'd like to get into the uh, autonomy. Uh, Dowd, sure. uh, this is a pretty good time for you to um, talk about your article that you didn't get to uh, talk about. Uh, mm -hmm. That was, of course, Wednesday. Oh, sure. Uh, Dowd is always looking for a change of scenery from the standpoint of he'd like to see something else. 110 years, 90 years of that Democrat dominated. Uh, has the Repub have the Republicans in this state ever had a trifecta? It was like 1928, maybe mm -hmm. it was the last time. The Coolidge era, I believe, yes. T timely, timely. <laughs> yeah, we, we all can relate to the Coolidge era. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you how long ago that was. Calvin Coolidge, when Republicans were dominant in New Mexico, he was the president of the United States. His son got a blister on his foot uh, uh, playing tennis on the White House lawn, and he 
died from an infection. This is how long ago. This was the president who presumably had access to the best health care in the country. His young, I think, teens or 20 son died from an infection from a blister on his foot. That's how long ago it was okay. the Republicans dominated New Mexico. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, and, and um, it's, it's interesting when you talk about, you know, Republicans dominating New Mexico or us winning races. And you and I have talked about this at length, Eddie. And, you know, there's an old saying, and, you know, it's, you know, Como hacemos si ganan nuestro masaje de 50% de población de nuevos mexicanos cuando no les damos una razón para escuchar? And all that means is that how do we get our message across to 50% of the population of New Mexicans when there's we don't we never give them a reason to listen to us? We run the same people with the same message, and you know, and sometimes maybe it's not our message; it's our messenger because we know conservatism works. You know, we know that capitalism has worked and we've thrived. You know, the fact of the matter is we run the same people at the same time and we expect a different result. And it's just insanity. And so um, hopefully, uh, you know, with with my candidacy and, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm too honest uh, and I know I'm really a nice guy. But, you know, it's like maybe we do need a not a socialist up in Washington representing us, but maybe we actually need a business person who understands budgets and the fact that, you know, why are, why are we sending $100 million to Pakistan for re-education when we can we should be spending that hundred million dollars on a veterans um, health care facility and mental health care facility you know we're still losing 20 to, 22 veterans a week in this country and that's just ridiculous the fact that I think still it's a day I think oh it's a day you're right yeah, I apologize I think we're yeah. losing 22 veterans a day well Dowd uh, was pointing out some of the short and the misgivings I think uh, from the Republican side and and the reason why I think it's so good to come from Dowd Dow doesn't know anything about Republicans. <laughs> like, I think that's he, but he knows the outcomes of that stuff. Right. And he asked some really good questions. And I think as part of being CD1, really, uh, Louie, uh, I hate to saddle you with so much more, but uh, your particular campaign is going to be key to everything in the state. I just, you, you want, you have to understand uh, your campaign from the standpoint that Michelle Lujan Grisham came from there. Martin Heinrich came from there. The two most senior political officials in our entire state, they were both congressional district representatives. So mm -hmm. this is a very important seat. The other thing that's important to mention about CD1 is it's traditionally a Republican seat. If you look at through all Historically. that, but, but, yep. but if you look at 2010 and then you see what happens uh, after Heather Wilson, it was nothing but Democrats, 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 Democrats. So. You know, we need you to take this back uh, for us. Uh, and I'm not going to, you know, boldly say I need to endorse you because I don't, because there is nobody else in the race except for you. Um, I don't care if there is another candidate. She's run for lieutenant governor. She's run for mayor. She's run for CD1. You know, she's been on the ballot, I think, five times at this point. I think, you know, you're, what to your words, what you've said, you know, Michelle Garcia Holmes just isn't going to pull through. Uh, and that's just the, the long and the short of it, no matter how, which way you slice this. So I couldn't be happier about you uh, getting into the race. And here's another thing why I think that you have high value, not just for me, but I think for a lot of other Republicans, is you're really not part of either camp. You do interact with both camps, uh, and that would, of course, be the, you know, the, the, the guys that are hanging out with Susanna Martinez and McCluskey and all those guys, and then you have the, the Pierce camp and all that, and you know, that's kind of divided things down the middle. And then you have the most populous city and quite pop uh, quite possibly the very center of the entire state in uh, CD1. We know that they're all divided evenly, about 775,000. But 
Long and the short of it, uh, Louie, that's a lot to shoulder coming from the gubernatorial race, and you have to run the best campaign possible, believe it or not, so everybody else can win, not to mention, you know, sending enough uh, House people back. Hopefully we'll be able to win a few districts, but not just uh, uh, because I'm asking, but because of we're, we're going to need your help. And Dowd's got some uh, questions for you based upon his write-up on Wednesday. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I, I will get to some more policy specifics first, but uh, and later on, but... Louis, you're not going to do, you're not going to answer this question because no politician will ever answer these questions. You're going to say you're not going to attack the the, the candidate you're running against. But let's just bring it into the theoretical realm. Uh, the four people running for office for this seat and the special election, I sent uh, four questions to each of those four candidates mm-hmm. uh, in the last election, and I kind of tailored each one of them. My first question to the woman who won was: Last month, you told KOB that it was important for quote regular people close quote to run for office. You have never been married. You have no children. You do not appear to own a home. You have no private sector experience, and you have not professed any religious beliefs. In what sense are you a regular person? Um, well, I'll answer that one. I will not throw it your way, but um, one of the things that absolutely frustrates me about this particular woman in office and many other candidates, male and female, is they really do have this, I think, deeply dishonest uh, 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 aura that they've crafted around them that where I'm just like you, uh, you know, and, and they're really not. They, they've been professional ideologues their whole life. They're political animals, and they they have done, uh, you know, political, what did Pat Buchanan call it years ago, political cross-dressing. They're amazing political cross-dressers. They, they, they're ideologues and activists through their whole, even starting as a child in many cases, and somehow when they pay the big bucks to all the consultants and all the media people, they can portray themselves as, as just like you and me. Um... Doesn't own a home, no private sector experience, never been married, has no children. Uh, I think, you know, religious association in this state is probably 90%. I've never heard her say anything about her personal religious beliefs. Um, you're a normal person, aren't you, Louis? You don't have to get into super specifics, yeah. but, I mean, you're from this community. You haven't been an activist your whole life, an ideologue. You're not always running for the next office. And I think we need, regardless of party, regardless of ideology, I'm much more comfortable with a person like that. So uh, I will walk away now and let you uh, filibuster. Well, <laughs> thank you. You know what? I... Um, I really am. And, uh, you know, I was just one of those kids that was brought up, as you know, down in the South Valley by my mom, you know, my, you know, my mom and and my dad. And, you know, and they they just really instilled in us that if we're willing to go out there and work, the American dream is alive and well. And this came from my father, who was changing tires at Sears. You know, my mom, when, uh, you know, her first job was as an operator. And it you know, the interesting thing is that when when I hear people like Melanie Stansberry or some of the other progressives start talking about, well, we need CRT, you know, because we need to help people. It's like, you know, if I can't even imagine if I'd have gone up to my father or my mom and said, hey, you know, I failed that math test because he's racist. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that, that would have never happened yep. ever. Yep. Um, you know, and, and it's interesting because I, you know, when you start at the bottom, you have nothing to lose and you don't. And, um, you know, putting myself through college, I knew that if I wanted to succeed in this world, I had to... You know, I had to go to college. I worked all the way through college, and um, I never asked for anybody else to pay back my loans. You know, I figured that if I was going to put my name on the signature for that contract, that I would pay it back, just like I do with cars or, or my home. Um, you know, and I just kept going, Dowd. I just kept reaching <laughs> for the next rung up on top of me. And then next thing you know, I, I've been very blessed with, you know, my wife of 25 years. Um, I am a strong man of faith. And, 
you know, my wife and I saved and we scrounged, put our kids through school, and then we had an opportunity to buy into Calibers, and so we did. So, you know, it this really is the American dream um, that I feel like I'm living. And I started this. I, I know you know this story, Dad. But, sure. you know, I, my father was a lifelong Democrat, but he voted for Reagan. And he brought me in when I was 17 years old, like every other 17, you don't know what you're going to do. And, <laughs> and uh, I heard a speech from Reagan. And as he said, it's, you know, not where you start a race, but where it's where you finish and that the American dream is live and well. And I believed it. And yeah. all of a sudden I turned to my father and said, you know, I think I'm going to go to college. And I remember my dad looked at me and goes, ah, pendejo, I just wanted you to get a job and get motivated. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so I, I am, you know, I, I, um, I just love this state. I do. Uh, it's been my home. You know, I live here. I'll die here. My my whole family is here. Actually, I can still see my aunt, and my grandma's house from from the studios here. And wow, wow. I'm down there every weekend. And you know, shoot, I go to Montanza just like every other Chicano <laughs> does. You know, I, I you know my my life is driven by faith. And I, as you know, I've been married for 26 years to the same amazing woman. Wait a minute, it was 25 and, a second ago. Oh well, it's 26 now. Do you know your anniversary? Uh, Most men have yes, it, with that a little. Yes, it's September 25th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad you, you mentioned CRT for people who might be new to all right. this world. It's critical race theory. Uh, one of the things that I marvel at about New Mexico is how it meant, you know, this notion of the browning of America, the diversity of America. I mean, New Mexico's been that way forever. And right. it's fascinating to talk to people who've grown up here from both a Hispanic perspective, from a white perspective. And it was, you know, this really wasn't an issue for us. We, you know, we Never. played on the football team. Right. We hung out in the neighborhood. And, uh, the woman you'll be running against, presumably, she'll be renominated by her party. Uh, she has tweeted out Black Lives Matter. Uh, she was at a forum by the New Mexico Black Voters Collaborative. She said, quote, people of color disproportionately, of course, are dying at the hands of law enforcement. We have to reform policing in America and dismantle systemic racism. A lot of us in America, you know, I, I come from very lily white uh, area, but a lot of parts of America there's been New Mexico-level diversity for a long, long time, for decades. And the, the America described by people like Melanie Stansberry is not, has not been, the, to use a leftist term, the lived experience of so many Americans who have grown up and continue to live in really, really diverse areas where you just, you know, your customer's your customer. He's not your black customer. He's not your white customer. You know, the guy you on the football team is the guy who's going to block you from getting killed by that big linebacker trying to kill you. And it's not, um, they have crafted this... We've made such progress on getting along in this country, and just in the last few years alone, they've ripped it apart so much. And you have someone like Melanie Stansbury, an ideologue uh, who I think really, you know, is not exactly from blue-collar New Mexico, uh, and has been mobbed up with, you know, some really big Democratic Party heavy hitters for for a lot of years. And I'm just I'm glad to, to see you mention CRT and that you're willing to willing to even bring that subject up. Um, Diversity has worked in New Mexico. Diversity has worked in our country. Do you buy into this new notion that's being peddled? And so many young people believe that there's this rampant systemic racism in our society and the federal government needs to, you know, compensate for this with reparations and free college and, and this whole crazy cultural revolution we're going on. I, my sense is you that's not been your lived experience in your life and not for most people in New Mexico. No, it hasn't because, you know, I, I, I grew up, uh, I, you know, I don't have a choice. You know, my, my last name is Sanchez and people are like, well, you know, he's using his last name. Well, I could use my mom's last name. That's Montoya. So which one do you want to use, Montoya or Sanchez? <laughs> you know, but 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 you're right. I mean, my best friend growing growing up was uh, was John. You know, and and I 
John was black. I didn't never even saw him as black. He was just John. And you're right. He would have taken a bullet for me. <laughs> when you live in the South Valley or some places, sometimes that, my that choice is real. Yeah, that choice is real. <laughs> you know, but my father and my mom and you know, and my aunt and uncle, they, they always brought us up that listen, if you're pulled over by a police officer, you just you know, they're not pulling you over because they lo- know your last name is Sanchez. They're pulling you over for a reason. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you know, and maybe you're in a suspicious neighborhood, and maybe something is going on that they don't like. But that doesn't mean it's racism. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's. It's interesting right now because the progressives, they they are preaching fear because they have nothing else to to, to mm-hmm. sell. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have nothing to sell, that then the you know one of the best things you can sell is fear because well guess what if you don't vote for me then you know apparently this magic white man is going to come and take away everything you have <laughs> and and it's interesting because even in my family when we all talk it's you know the fact of the matter is is that we don't talk about CRT because we don't believe it. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is I come from a traditional Hispanic family, so I have a lot of cousins and a lot of aunt and uncles. And we were never brought up that way, ever. You know, we, uh, I think CRT just cuts our children off at the knees. And and Well, let me stop you there because I I listen to the uh, Adam Carolla podcast every day and one of his hobby horses is the worst thing you can tell a young girl is the whole system is against you. The worst right. you can tell thing you can tell a young person is who's Hispanic or black or anything is white supremacists are going to destroy your your life. Right. You the, the 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 caustic nature of that on a young person's mind as they enter the world, as they go to higher education, as they go into the workplace, that they they are out to get you. This is immensely damaging. It's going to have long term consequences forever. And from what I hear from you, you, you didn't grow up with that message at all. No, not at all. And, you know, and and it's. Dell, one of the coolest things that ever happened to me, and, and this happened a while back, like two years ago, um, this lady came up to me, and she, she just wanted to introduce herself. So I said hello, and she wanted me to meet her, her son. And, uh, and the same thing happened to me at my old trailer park when we filmed this video. The lady came up, and, and so we started talking, and she goes, can I go get my son? Would you be willing to talk? And I go, of course I am. And I was like, why? And because of the fact that he was being taught in school, he wasn't being empowered to to reach for that next rung mm-hmm. and to believe that if he, you know, um, put himself through school and got educated that he could keep climbing that ladder. No, you know, only thing he had heard was that everything's against you. Yeah. You're, you know, you're, uh, you're a brown child and that things are going to be so much harder. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she couldn't believe that I came from that trailer park that, that they lived in right there and that I was actually running for a federal office. And mm-hmm. it, and it did, it, you know, it, it kind of got to me. It really did, because I, I had never even thought about that. And, you know, my my family, if any family did, because we came from a lower-class family, we, you know, my we were always taught to empower ourselves and always to reach higher. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yes, we may start here, but we can finish up here. And, you know, as I said, I right now, I don't know, I probably have like over 100 and some cousins, <laughs> second cousins <laughs> right now, but... You know, we need to be empowering our children. We don't need to be giving them excuses, mm-hmm. right? Because the world's hard enough. We don't need to give them an excuse for failure or to be sitting on the couch saying, well, I'm not going to try. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. this world, you can get anything you want to if you're willing to go out there and go get it. And, you know, I, I mean, honestly, my life is evident to that. And it's just, you know, if you just keep trying and guess what? We're all going to fail and we're all going to fall. It's just how many times can we pick ourselves back up and just keep going, brother? That's uh, sure that's quite a message. Um, I may actually be voting in this election, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you know me, I, I'm always skeptical about voting. Um, the future, in addition to our cultural collapse that we've had, I think, accelerating in the last few years, we have people in positions of power telling young people they can't succeed because of you know, white supremacists run everything. Our fiscal future, 
Yes. It's scary. I mean, you're talking Absolutely. about almost 30 trillion in debt uh, at the national uh, national government level. Of course, never mind local and state government. They have unfunded obligations. Um, New Mexico is kind of a ward of the federal government. It's never Absolutely. really built a, a thriving private sector economy. It borders five states with thriving private sector economies. We can do it here in the Southwest. Um, one of the things that drives me crazy about Democrats and Republicans elected to federal office in New Mexico is they really just see any subsidy that comes our way as a great thing. You never hear talk about them, you know, the national debt. We can't continue spending in fed, at the federal level the way we are. We just can't. And that might, frankly, mean less spending in New Mexico. That's just a reality every state's going to have to accept. Uh, what are your thoughts about the fiscal situation? We're in some, some real dire trouble there. Oh, we're in, well, well, we're in huge trouble. And, and you've seen what happens when the government just starts printing money. When we start printing money, I mean, last year, if, well, you, let's go back 14 months, the price of gas was what a dollar ninety nine a gallon, and now it's three ninety nine a gallon. Uh, bacon's gone up sixty percent. Homes have gone up. Lumber, everything across the board, bread. So you know, I find it interesting when progressives are so strong and in your face about saying, "Hey, we're just trying to help the little guy because you know people aren't paying their fair share." Well, they well they sell fear and they sell guilt. And the problem with that is that if we keep printing money, you know, at 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 some point you can't print anymore. And we're going to reach superinflation here sure, pretty sure, soon. Sure. And where where the fact of the matter is is that it it doesn't. I would say they always talk about the middle class and the and you know and the lower class, and that's what they say, of course, economically. So let's just look at how they've divided us. They've divided us racial, racially, by the color of our skin, where we live, what car we drive. Is it electric? Is it gas? Right, and you, and, you forgot and, gender. Oh yes, yes, and gender, genders. sexual orientation. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. and so what are they doing? It's like, well, you know, we can't give, continue to give all these things because the rich won't pay their fair share. Well, the problem is that ten percent of the whole population pays the majority of all the tax. Yep. And but who does all this superinflation hit and this stagflation that we're in right now? Because it's not transitory, right? So it's hitting the common day person. Because every time you go for milk or you go for groceries, yeah, guess what? You may have gotten a $600 check, but it just took you $800 <laughs> right. to pay your monthly bills without paying your mortgage. Funny how that works. You know, and, the, and, and hopefully that's one, one of the things that I can uh, bring to my campaign is the fact that, you know, I deal with budgets every day. And when you're a business owner, if you don't have the money, you just don't spend it. And you don't go into, um, you know, you don't go to, into undue debt unless you, because you know that's going to affect your bottom line. And so I, I think we need to learn how to tighten our belts and we need to learn how to spend our money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and what does that mean? Well, the fact of the matter is, is when, when we, uh, as I said before, when I, when I read that we were giving $110 million to Pakistan, uh, it's like, why are we giving $110 million for, I think it's transgender studies, and, but when we could be spending that, on mental health care facilities here in the state. We could be helping our veterans. You know, when, when we can actually start going down our budget and actually stick to a budget, which, yes, it would hurt at the short time, but sure. in the long run for, for our, our children, you know, and the population of this U.S. I mean, it would be great to be back to $1.99 gas. I'm going to um, kind of step in here just for a second. Oh, ahead, I think uh, It's no, your no, no. show, Eddie. I yeah, don't think right. you know. it's, it's not my show. It's our show. <laughs> and we have Luis Sanchez here. I just wanted to make sure everybody understood that Luis Sanchez is running now for CD1, no longer running for governor. He's here in the Kiva. And I think uh, he has got probably the best chance of any Republican I know to enter this race and win. Uh, he's mentioned a couple of highlights there, running a business, 
you know, working full time. He's not looking for a job, ladies and gentlemen. He has that. What he does want to do is go back and work for you. And I just want to talk about some of the ways that you fought back. Let's talk about Second Amendment rights. Uh, we know that we've become a red flag. Uh, and, and as an owner of Calibers, uh, Louis, let's just uh, address that. Fox News was there in front, and uh, and you did not comply. You refused to comply when it came to the shutdowns from essential and non-essential. Tell me yep. how you handled that. Well, you, you know, once again, Eddie, I... Um you know, the one thing that gets me that I found out about politics is that it's really easy to stand up on a podium and give a speech on how you're going to stand for New Mexicans and you're always going to be there and you're going to stand up for small businesses and for Second Amendment rights. And all of a sudden you lose a primary, you're out of a race, and then you disappear. And then all of a sudden you can always tell the candidates are going to start running for races again because then they start posting on Facebook and they start saying anything. Well, you know, last year I told New Mexicans, I will stand up for you and I will stand up for small businesses and your Second Amendment rights. So when the governor and the progressives up in Santa Fe said, hey, we're going to close down all non-essential businesses and you're going to comply. And I was on record and went on Fox News, too, that I said, no, you're not, because my business was essential. My uh, employees are essential and their paychecks are essential to their family. And if, you know, I'm one of those people, if, if you say it, then I think you, you just shouldn't live it up on a podium. Or if you get elected, it should be what you really feel. Um, and so that's, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't keep calibers open to be bombastic or be salacious. I, I did it because it was the right thing to do. Because, as I said, you know, I mean, it is money, too, also. It's a business. And so, and my employees appreciate it. And I know we got... I'm not kidding, thousands of emails and letters saying thank you, um, you know, for Second Amendment rights. I'm just not saying I'm standing up today. We stood up for Second Amendment rights 10 years ago, 10 days ago. And Before I'll, it was cool. Yeah, and I'll <laughs> still be doing it. And, you know, and it's interesting because you see everybody who shows up to these protests and rallies, right? And you, and actually all of us started knowing each other. We'd just say, because there were so many things wrong with the state last year, we would— <laughs> Most of the same people would show up at the same places on the steps of the Capitol or down at Civic Plaza. And so, you know, I, you know it's, it's interesting. There was an old statement by Martin Luther King, and it said, The ultimate measure of man is not where he stands in moment of convenience and comfort, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. And I had to do what was right. Uh, and I'll say it once again, because my father always told me, if you don't believe it, if you're not going to do it, don't say it. And so, I, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of tried to live my life on that, and I have. And, you know, that's kind of why I decided that, you know, if it was going to be hard for me and we have qualified candidates in the gubernatorial race, then let's, you know, let's go represent the state of New Mexico and the, and the citizens of New Mexico in, in something I can give 100% at. And, and, you know, I know some people didn't want me to say it, but it's just the truth. And so that's, that's why I'm here. And th thank you for this platform, too, again. Eddie. Absolutely. I mean, you think you deserve it, and uh, we are uh, certainly behind you, uh, Louie. Uh, let's talk about Lenny Stansberry for a moment. Uh, sure. Uh, she didn't have any real name recognition. She came out of nowhere, but a lot of Washington, D.C. money. Uh, she is at a threshold, and we've seen the lack of uh, financial power that uh, – uh, unfortunately, that Michelle Garcia Holmes, I think the last time she ran for CD1, like I think it was maybe 110,000. And she was running for, I want to say, more than a year, doubt if I'm not a mistaken. A long time, yeah, yeah. And she had plenty of time to raise money. She didn't raise money. I mean, heck, I raised $150,000 in 45 <laughs> days without asking for a single dollar. I, so, you know, I think that's going to be, you know, uh, unfortunately, it's part of the job, you know, Absolutely. occupational hazard. Uh, how do you feel you are going to do in terms of fundraising? Because that's what you're going to need to battle Washington. You're going to need to raise a good two, two and a half million to get out of this. Oh, sure. And, you know, um, I've, 
I've actually made some phone calls. Uh, actually, I made a lot of phone calls, as you know, uh, to uh, business owners around around not only not only around Albuquerque, Bernalillo County, uh, Sandoval, and um, the state, and they're very excited about this. Um, you know, they know the person that I am. They know the campaigns that I run, and I think that we'll be able to to pull the funds together to run not only a com- competitive campaign, but I think we can win this thing. We truly can. And the reason being is that, you know, I'm not an elitist. I'm, I'm just a guy that you start in the South Valley and, you know, and, and owns a business here in Albuquerque. Um, you know, I am, I am a traditional New Mexican. I, I, don't, I don't have an Ivy League education like Melanie Stansbury, but I have common sense, something I guess they don't teach at uh, Ivy League schools. So that's, that's what I'm going to go on. I'm going to run on traditional values because that's how I was brought up. And as you know, you know 52% of the population is, is, uh, is Hispanic, and they are conservative. And I think if we give them a reason to vote, not only can we get the money, we can run a positive campaign, but we can actually bring this race back to the people and try and take back our government. And it, and hopefully that's the campaign that we're going to run. And Debates, uh, how, how do you plan on – oh, she didn't really have to debate last time. I'm not sure if you watched the Mark Moore's uh, debate with her. but <laughs> Grizzly. You know, it, it was pretty bad. I mean, and they, they treat her with kid gloves, plus she has the woke politics behind her. But, uh, right. uh, Louie, I, I hate to say it uh, on behalf of uh, – of everybody else out there, but I think the obvious is you're a lot more likable than Melanie Stans. <laughs> well, thank you. you That's know. called a damning with faint praise. <laughs> Louis likable all on his own, <laughs> not, not only just in comparison to Melanie. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, listen, Melanie wants federal funding for Planned Parenthood. Uh, she thinks we have an existential climate crisis. Uh, it is just, it's just this relentless progressive mantra, Louis. I mean, you're right. going to, you're going to have a real start. People are going to have a real choice right. when the two, the two of you are juxtaposed. Oh, and they truly, you know, and just one of the things like climate change, everything's about climate change. And listen, you know, it's interesting because when you go down to Hobbs and Carlsbad and Lee County and, and, and Roswell, they know transition's coming. But the fact of the matter is you can't get rid of oil and gas in Albuquerque without getting rid of the first big nugget is $700 million that goes to our education. You know, and we don't have the infrastructure right now to take care of all these electric cars. Um, Eddie Dowd, you guys know where I drive to. I mean, mm-hmm. if, I, if I cover Albuquerque, then have to go to Farmington, have to come back, then I'm going to be looking for a plug in Lybrook someplace yep, to yep. plug in my car. And, you know, and, and it's interesting because even the oil community knows the transition's coming, but you know what? You transition. That's what that word means. You transition and you go and you start building the infrastructure for it to happen. And, it, you know, the fact that I think if we believe AOC, I think the world's coming to an end this year. But oh, have we got, have we, has the countdown reached this year? No, 2022? Right. Okay, all right. I've lost track. I, okay, all right. Well, and, and, you know, and it's so many empty promises and fears, like I said before, like when um, uh, Ben Ray Lujan was talking about, well, there's so many people in my uh, district that doesn't even have running water. It's like, well, you were in Congress for 12 years. Why didn't you address that? <laughs> You know, the fact of the matter is Melanie Stansbury, right when she left Siebel, she went to an Ivy League school. Then all of a sudden she started working for the senator in Washington state. It, it, you know, and you, you don't get practical experience. And I think, as Dow had said, how do you tell me how to raise my kids when you've never had kids? How do you tell me how to run my business when you've never even had to fill out a small business application? You've never had to pay gross receipt tax. You've never had to budget. But you're the, you're the resident expert on telling me how to run She's a, a regular business. person, according to her. Yeah. Oh, regular. Yeah. I love yeah, regular that's, that's always my favorite. You know, the regular person. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like you people, you guys. Okay. So, Louis, uh, are you going to, uh, your website is? Uh, it's going to be Louis Sanchez for Congress. It's going up right now. As you know, we had to do some stuff to transition over. So, it, this is going to be up quick and hard. And 
And but once again, I just wanted to come on the Kiva and make the official announcement. And this is the official announcement. There it is. Boy, I, we're still, uh, you know. He's one of they, the good ones, folks. They, not that many of them. They left us for dead, Dowd. Uh, here uh, we yeah, are to wrap right. a good opening week. Uh, Dowd, how's your head? Um, a little better every day. Uh, they tell me I got through the first 72, 96 hours. That's, that's the danger zone. I'm, I'm, I'm tougher to kill than uh, some people might think. Was Irishman it? with a hard head. <laughs> was it the well, haircut? You know, you, you know I'm tough to kill. You know they've oh, been yeah. right. Yeah, Louis, I know. I know you've seen that. Uh, the The attacks come for me pretty hard. I'm sure you you enjoy watching that, right? <laughs> Just you know, and I never get worried. It doesn't matter how many times you attack me. Like, what is that Eddie Aragon going to think? How do we take him out? What do we embarrass him with? That what are we going to like, folks? He's been around for ten years. There you, go. <laughs> you know, Eddie. Uh, yeah, last year when we kept calibers open is interesting because uh, we were only going one or two ways. Either people were telling us congratulations, small business owners, New Mexicans. I mean, we you know we got gift checks that people were buying gift cards from us from Maine and Florida and wow. just for standing up wow. for small businesses. But then of course we got the you know I, you know I hope you die a horrible death, <laughs> blah blah this and that, and so. Oh, yeah, we had tolerant left. Oh, yeah. yeah, we had letters shoved in our doors, so I understand. All right, Louie Louie for CD1. Yeah, we got to go. All right, see you bright and early, 4 p.m. Monday afternoon. Thank you.